Welcome. Welcome. The show you're about to listen to is part of the Hopped Up Network's growing family of craft beer podcasts in the U.S. and Canada. Find this show and others like it at hoppedupnetwork.com, the spot for informative and entertaining craft beer podcasts. I kill that bird. Barbara, that's a bald eagle. Get away, baldy! Yeah! Oh, well. Good evening, good evening, and good evening. This is The Word with Mike, Pete, and Steve. GubsRadio.com. If you don't know, now you know by looking at the screen. We are live here at Garvey's Point. In Garvey's Point, Glen Cove, at their brand new facility, the restaurant. The tanks are in the back. The screens are on. There's people hanging out. We are live here with Mark and Ben talking a little. Uh, I was gonna say talking a little Mets there, Mikey. Don't you say that. I'm not gonna say anything like that. What? Uh, before we get to all this, before we get there, first, where is Pete tonight? I didn't. I didn't put you. You know. I I actually thought today he was uh, saving the seals out on. He was. Uh, yeah, over okay. by uh, Southampton. All oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, so Pete is not with us tonight, but he will be back uh, very soon. Uh, but we have uh, our good pal Steve, Hi. who's uh, one third of the show as well. Hi. And uh, before we get through today's business, let's start with tonight's business from here from one of our sponsors. Steve's going to kick it off with Rosie's Draft Solutions. Rosie's Draft Solutions is a Long Island family-owned business that provides professional draft beer system services, line cleanings and maintenance, draft beer line system installs, event dispensing solutions, and more. They are passionate about craft beer and making sure it has the same quality as when it left the brewery, and that is only done by making sure the draft system lines are perfectly clean. Clean and tight. Rosie services bars, restaurants, mm. halls, events, and all other beverage establishments, they including yep. home kegger mm. installs across Long Island and Westchester. The Westchester is the best Chester, is what I've heard. That's what I'm hearing, mm. too. Uh, you can reach did. them at rosiesdraftsolutions at gmail.com or call them at 631-219-2075, Monday through Sunday, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Mention the wart. Mm-hmm. And you will get uh, right now. I think they're giving uh, full body massages. Wow! Oh wait, no, 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 no. You're just gonna get a discount. Uh, okay, all right, yeah. yeah. So go ahead and give Nick a call at Rosie's Draft Solutions. Tell them the word sent you. Read 10 percent off your service or order. Rosie's Draft Solutions tonight. We're also sponsored by Brewbag. Brewbag for Brew beer pong cornhole. Uh, the outdoor is raining. If anyone knows, on a nice rainy Monday, we cannot play uh, Brewbag tonight. No. So if you uh, want to get your Brewbag, the fall's coming up. You got the football. You got the Friday night lights. You got the Saturday tailgating, college. baby. Oh boy, it's everywhere. It's got some playoffs coming up in the baseball world. We're not going to talk about that well, tonight. 
Uh, but yes, uh, go to brewbag.com or go to our Instagram. And in our link tree, you will find a uh, link to 10% off your brewbag order. Get them custom made with uh, vinyl wraps. Or just go ahead and get the base model and try it out. Go to brewbag.com. We are also sponsored tonight by Beer Maker. Steven, take it away, Beer Maker. Beer Maker. We are making a beer, by the way. Yeah, we're making an iteration of Nerd Girl. Yes, we are. Uh, With uh, Riverbend Malt, who was our guest on the last show. Yes, yep. Uh, pretty cool. little uh, dry hopping went in yesterday, okay, which was fun. Okay. I've never dry hopped before. Well, there you go. Especially in a box on my floor. Yeah, well, <laughs> which you know. Which is what the beer maker is. Yes, it's that, that nice counted top mm-hmm. uh, portable um, homebrew all grain brewing system. Yes. And um, you guys just, just go online, beer maker, B E E R M K R. Just look at one of the videos. Yeah. You'll be uh, completely surprised, especially any homebrewers out there that are listening in. Oh, they, you have no idea what this is all about. It is it is crazy. All those things you have to wash and clean and, and sanitize. Yeah. That's that's out that's out the door. You out don't have to door. do any of that. None of that is necessary. Go to beermaker.com, B-E-E-R-M-K-R.com, and uh, type in promo code the wart to re- uh, receive 10% off your beer maker today. Ooh, very slurpy. I a lot like of it. slurping going on. Yeah. Oh, jeez. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> What's going on it's over there? It's one of these days. Jesus. Uh, so go to Beer Maker or go again to our link tree inside of our Instagram bio and get uh, your 10% off your beer maker today. We're also sponsored by VintageBeerShirtClub.com, VintageBeerShirtClub.com for your Vintage Beer Shirt. Get some cool T-shirts with some old, cool, vintage brewery logos. I got me my Big Mac beer brewery logo, which was pretty pretty fun to sport around. A Tudor, cream ale. I have a uh, Buffalo. Oh, yeah. A buffalo. That's a good one. Yeah. And we've given them out to uh, whoever. Yes. So uh, if you're listening, VintageBeerShirtClub.com, we need a new uh, package to give away to our uh, brewery guests. Go to VintageBeerShirtClub.com, type in promo code the word to receive 10%. Your monthly subscription to a beer shirt of the month. Uh, VintageBeerShirtClub.com. Tonight we are finally sponsored by Brewers Hardware. Brewers Hardware. That's our boy right there hanging out. Uh, Brewers Hardware for your uh, large capacity or small capacity needs. Go ahead to BrewersHardware.com. Try clamps for days. Uh, a lot of the breweries go to Brewers Hardware and order their shit there. So go to Brewers Hardware, order your shit, and thank you again for sponsoring yes. us as we give back to the guests on our show throughout our each year. They're uh, very good sponsors. Been around since day one. BrewersHardware.com. Uh, quick shout-outs to Hopscotch Bottle Shop. Hopscotch! Love Mark, and, and uh, we're going to be doing, and I don't even know if I told you this. Of course you haven't. So we're going to be doing a uh, live event where streaming from Hopscotch. You you told me about Columbus this. Columbus Day. This is the one where we drink till we pass out? No, 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 oh, no, no. no. Okay. no that, that's oh. a good, good Well, that's, that's a normal I mean, that's, weekend. Yeah, right, right. So no. that, that, you know, you're just citing normal nights. Yeah. I've, I've been on a bender, by the way. Uh, yeah. I just got uh, off, I just got a vacation. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, you're gonna have it. A whole you're gonna lot have it come back in a wave. That's what it is. A whole you leave it alone and it comes in. right back in a wave. Uh, no, we're gonna be live at Hopscotch on Hopscotch. October 10th. I don't know if Mark even knows, but we're gonna be there. Yeah, well. And we have um, our uh, a resolver beer that we got in the mail the day after our show. Oh yes. yes. And we're gonna have Nerd Girl. Uh, available for tasting. Ah, the we're gonna have our, a bottle and ready to go. Our beer maker. Should I just bring the tap and just do it from the yes. tap? Yeah. Don't even yes. bottle. Don't even. Don't even bottle don't even with the bottle. It. Okay. Just, I like it. I yeah. like it. Well, I won't even a CO two it then. No, you have to. Oh, do you? Yes. We'll Otherwise bring a second CO two or a three. Oh, because yeah, but I'm not pouring it. If I'm not pouring it before we on October 10th, it's, it's, it's still, out of the fridge. It uh, still needs to be carbonated. October 7th. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. So I'll bring the three cartridges. 
So we'll have one, one right in. on, yep. one in, and then I'll bring two extra as there we pour that. Oh, okay, I like it. There you go, uh, kid. So if anyone's uh, available on October 10th, we're going to be over at Hopscotch Bottle Shop. That. I don't know if he's going to be open or not, but we're going to be there. We'll be outside. We'll be out in the friggin' bushes. Yeah, we'll be in out the bushes. in <laughs> just drinking beer like a bunch of degenerates. I have his Wi-Fi code, so we can just do it from there. We can do a live stream on Instagram on that day, so... Uh, That'll be fun. And by the way, it's Indigenous People's Day also. Oh, okay, great. So let's so, not forget that. So we can be in the in the woods if we need yes. to be. That's all well and good. Yes, yes we can. Uh, so on tap tonight, we, as you know, are streaming live from the Garvey's Point Brewery and Restaurant in Garvey's Point. Um, so I, I want to first share with you, do you know any of the good October celebration coming? No, go away, uh, people. Um, we are uh, in, in the highest point of the North Shore. Uh, Latitude-wise, not, no, I mean, you can go up the block and be further, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I think you are the northernmost brewery on Long Island, if you look at latitude. I think that's one little not, fun fact that I not, looked at today. Not counting any of the boroughs? Uh, no, they're not as northern. Remember, the Long Island goes up like that. Okay. So yes, even if you do that, yes. we're, we're further up uh, oh. than Sand City. We're further up than Harborhead. We're further up than, uh, would I even consider Rocky Point around North? anymore? No. No. What was that? North Fort? Uh, no. No, because they're not all the way uh, on the the shore like that. Yeah. I, I would imagine more they're east head. you go, the... the fir- yeah. The well, no, the Riverhead is, is lower than here, latitude-wise. Yeah. If you were to go to Greenport, the thing is the Greenport Brewery is on the south shore of that fork. So then you're still not knowing. I, d- I did a little research today. Look at this, a carafe of beer. <laughs> I love it. Carafe of Crescent. Oh, nice. Carafe. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Mark and Ben here on the show from Garvey's Point Brewery and Restaurant in the heart of uh, Glen Cove. And let me tell you, uh, the change since we've been up here, the last show I did up here was at Noble Savage. Um, and it was, what, four years ago probably? The amount of construction and road work and everything. Everything's paved. <laughs> Everything's like drawn out. The lines are good. Everything looks great. Uh, it's starting to take shape up here. Why don't you guys start off by telling us uh, a little bit about the old space, just to catch everybody up, whoever didn't watch episode 91 <laughs> or two, and then take us into how we got to here. And please take your time because I want to drink this delicious October Marzen yes. that we have right here on tap. October. Go ahead, Mark. Give, give us a, ki- a kick off. Uh, well, it's, I don't even know what year it is anymore, but uh, <laughs> it's 2022. We were supposed to be uh, building out the building in 19, and uh, obviously in 2020, the events that occurred um, didn't help. You know, <laughs> ma- made it delayed quite significantly, so we didn't start building out the building until. Um, um, I believe it was Memorial Day of 2020. Wow. So it was about a year and change delayed, and um, Ben and I just continued to brew beer in our original facility uh, day after day to make it happen, even though the development kind of came to fruition uh, in the spring of uh I'd say 21, so it kind of made it tough to keep up with the new residents that came down and uh, as well as service all of our regular um, wholesale customers across Long Island. That that transition's got to be so difficult. Like, how do you plan that out? Like, all right, we're going to try for a new space. Here's what we need to do. What were the first things that kind of went into that? 
Uh, well, years years of planning. We we tried to work with some of the best people in the industry that we've always kind of uh, met along the journey over the past like ten years that Ben and I have been working on this, and uh, using some new additions uh, from people that planned out the facility um, to some of the people that we've worked with in the past, upgrading our original facility. Um, it took a lot of, like an army of people. So that, you know, they say like, you know, it takes an army to build, build a village. That's pretty much what it took here. And uh, all these people were very skilled at what they do. So um, I, I start with the, the space because, you know, coming up the road, you, I, Mark, uh, sorry, Benji said it before, uh, Ben. Sorry. Uh, What'd you call him, Benji? I call him Benji. All of a sudden, he's, in good, he's in good Charlotte now. You're in good bad. Charlotte. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. I didn't um, know that. Didn't Benji die? Uh, did he? No. The dog. Uh, the the dog. The oh, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Well. No, I think they took him out you back. Dug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, coming uh, up the road, you, we were talking about how it's just kind of there. You have apartments, like, right overlooking this restaurant. If I was looking for an apartment... Well, God damn it! I was looking for like right near a brewery. Well, I remember talking to you guys back when you first opened up. And, yeah. And the the actual town over here was like, you guys were an integral part. You were like, they were using you guys as a selling point for these these condos and these co-ops. And and then I remember you guys going, yeah, we're, we're actually going to get thrown out of our place. And and at that point, the, you went to the town and said, man, we're going to leave. And they were like, well, no, no. So I remember that was the, the beginning of it, and then that's when everything changed for you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's definitely a sort of business that they hope that they want to see in this area. And, no, that's, um, that's me. I and, was trying. There you are. And uh, you know, they hope to see more businesses such as this, and you know, including restaurants and whatnot. And it would have. Uh, it's just definitely something that the residents here enjoy and uh, want to be close to. Sure. So, like I said, if I if I'm sitting up in my apartment and I see. Kind of happening over here, even on a night like tonight, you see a bunch of people at the bar, people hanging out. I come over. I Why not? This, I could never live this close. I know. So I'm saying it, it would be a because every morning when these guys would come in, they'd find me in the bushes over there, or, <laughs> or just laying somewhere, and they're like, "Steve, you got to get up." Yeah. I'm like, "Oh, you're you guys open? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Time to go again." I mean, you guys had, like you said, it, it took an army to do this. Give us a little breakdown of how you found this space. Um, how you, not, I wouldn't say stumbled upon, but how you acquired it, and then kind of what were the first few plans coming into setting up? Uh, well, we, no, everybody kind of pulled out of the expansion of gar of the area in 2020 when, you know, yeah, COVID the ends. shit hit the fan, so we were kind of the only ones crazy enough to champion through the, the, <laughs> You know, hoopla of all the different government regulations, uh, bureaucratic red tape, and just continue to charge forward as to what we were currently doing and, and what we wanted to keep doing. So, you know, there was no turning back at a certain point in time. So Ben and I kind of just put the pedal to the metal and just went straight through it. Um, I told him a bunch of times over that you know i feel like we're going through a tunnel can't see the light 
maybe we're gonna hit a wall on the other side and Ben said well how many tunnels do they build with walls on the other side <laughs> <laughs> so I said let's keep going let's a wise man yeah <laughs> wise man once said it can only be one, one unless wall. it's a Bugs Bunny cartoon yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. that's what I was thinking so I mean, unless it was the uh, the walls to the gate, the uh, the north gate. Yes. Uh, what do you? Uh, why can't I think of it? The wall. The wall. Yeah. The 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 keep. The black the, the ca- castle black. So um, so we we stumbled upon it by just being kind of the only ones that were willing and able to kind of navigate all the pitfalls of COVID, and then. Yeah. We had it previously on the docket. We we pushed it out long enough where we financially could sustain it once the world kind of came back. And yeah. so, yeah, it's a little bit of luck, a little <laughs> bit, little bit of uh, tenacity and and uh, persistence. And um, we're sitting here now enjoying beers off of uh, the taps at our new brewery and restaurant. So yeah. now now. Part, your, part of your family is involved with the restaurant side. Not so much. I mean, like, right now, we have a manager that, that manages the restaurant side, so Ben and I don't really have to I was going to say, be because involved. I could never. Not managing a brewery is enough. Yeah. I mean, you, you have so much, between the two of you, so much that you have to do brewery-wise to even Absolutely. think about yep. restaurant-wise. Well... <laughs> The, the, the restaurant's pretty unique. I mean, we've uh, been able to create something where you can't really find in too many places on Long Island. We have Dock and Dine. You can come up with your boat. We have sushi. We have a uh, raw bar. We have, you know, everything from, like, brat in a blanket to burgers to steaks and specials. So we're changing our, our fall menu right now. We have a really talented chef. Um... Uh, he came from t- uh, Texas, but he grew up on the South Shore of Long Island. And is he good at barbecue? If you're from Texas, no, ben, you better know barbecue. Ben's good at barbecue. Yeah, Ben? Yeah. Ben's oh, good at barbecue. Very good. He smokes, like, six racks of ribs, two pork butts, <laughs> yeah, I've, been, I've been tasked with smoking 20 racks of ribs this weekend for a friend's party, so... <laughs> Hired out. If you don't, need any... No friend's sock, though? <laughs> yeah. nah, I enjoy doing that. I was yeah. just going to say, that's the one thing about when, when you really get into... Like smoking different types of meats yeah. and stuff like that, and you kind of got that recipes down. You're like, oh yeah, you 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 fuckers are gonna. It's it's oh, yeah. gonna start yeah. dying <laughs> when you taste this. Uh, sit next to the smoker with a beer. It's one of my favorite. Oh yeah, too. well, have uh, some music going in the background. Oh yeah, just every so often checking. Okay, yeah, we're looking good. Something I want to. You mentioned the boat dock. So is that part of you, or is that a public? That like, how does that? So we got six slips dedicated to the brewery, and um, we have somebody on the weekends that ropes people up if they want to come down, make a reservation. Dock your, masters. Yeah. yeah. But the rest That's of the cool. the rest of the slips are dedicated to the municipality, so people can rent them seasonally. It kind of got finished late in the game for the spring and summer, so people came, and you know, if you're coming from Connecticut or you're coming from Northport or Suffolk, you want to make sure that you got a spot, so. We want to make sure that if you're coming that far and you know burning burning the fuel and getting down here, you you, you got a table, a slip, and a cold beer. So yeah, yeah. there you go. And you know what? I, I would moor it out in the canal and then paddleboard. <laughs> I was gonna say paddleboard. I was, over I was, to I was the big. I was savage. I was just gonna dive in and just swim over. I have one of those toadfish suckable cup, like 
things. It's a koozie that suction cups to your paddleboard. Oh, shit. <laughs> Boom, right in the slipper right in there and just sit out in the uh, canal. Nice. Um, that's interesting. That's something absolutely nobody has. Dockside service. Yeah, to unless a brewery. you're down in Florida and right now it's ripped to shreds anyway. Yeah, so. right. Yeah, unless you're gonna try to get into those canals with all the debris and everything, it's crazy down there. With dock surface uh, yeah. service as well, so you know That's you can charge awesome. your boat, you can wash your boat. It's not just you know park and walk up. You, right. get, you get taken care of. Food, nice. ice, beer, to go. So like, if you want to come in for a pit stop, get some ice, food, some beer to go, get back out there, keep fishing. Oh, awesome! Well, That's freaking awesome. You imagine? Well, you <laughs> your whole family's a, a fisherman. Uh, sailors. 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 Yeah. My parents had our sailboat right across the water for many years, and that was actually one of the inspirations for finding our brewery here, because uh, we, my parents would just sit on the boat looking across at what was once a very quiet industrial Garvey's Point, and uh, while we were looking at other areas, um, she always just you know kept saying, you know, take a look over there, and uh, one day we found Man. her space. So. She, she would... She, she was like Nostradamus with that Cleo. one. Miss Cleo. She was Miss Cleo. I see that you should go over there and, and make a wonderful business. I'm pretty sure Miss Cleo's in jail. Yeah, no, she yes, Miss Cleo is in jail. <laughs> Someone yeah. called her now. Yeah. <laughs> that was the end of that. Um, so I, it, it's amazing she didn't see that coming, you know? No. <laughs> 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 she, she sure should have. She didn't flip over the right tower card. That no. was the problem. It was yeah, a knuckle. Yeah, baby man. It was a knuckle instead of like the, the big flower. And it was just a knuckle. Um, this space, did it exist before? Did you build this from the ground up? What was here? Uh, so it was a dirt, dirt lot. It used to be an incinera- wow. incineration plant, I think, a while back. And it was just a dirt lot when we signed the lease. Um, so we, the development company that developed the area they purchased the land from the city of Glen Cove a while back, yeah. and they had stipulations to develop it uh, a certain way. So they had to provide certain public use spaces, certain acres of public park, playground, common use uh, versus residential and commercial. So there's a lot of different stipulations that they had, and us being kind of uh, entrenched in uh, well before the development uh, kind of saw its way through, um, we kind of got dibs on uh, an area, like I said, during COVID, mm. and um, we committed to it. So You were pretty much the first in line, as it was, right? I mean, just yeah. you pretty much could get what you were looking for. Yeah, but well... Just we, because you stuck around. And... and the, Did you have to guarantee like them anything, like... All right, you're going to be here for 10 years or anything like that. Yes, very, very ah, long yeah. time. Ben, yeah. very, very ben, 50 years? Yeah, so Ben and I will, I will be dead Your by kids. the time. I, I will be dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ben. Oh, oh no, Ben. Oh. But, but that's fine because, be you know, we've been we've been doing this for so long and we, we, we're going to be doing this for as long as people will keep drinking the beer. So you're going to have to have some airs. And you're gonna yes. have to have a name day, and then you're gonna have to have a inauguration <laughs> or whatever they call it, a celebration of. But a lot of good people are 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 gonna come in. Like we hired 97 new people, wow. and in three months, yeah. and like before we started. So, okay, uh, that's well, insane. Well, here's a quick question: Could that's you crazy. transfer the rights on to somebody else 
without could you sell it off and keep this here? Like, how does that stipulation go? Like, you have to keep it for 50 years, but you could sell the name rights and, and kind of move on. From, could you do we that? We just started. We opened three months. No, ago. no. I mean, what are you? <laughs> I mean, that is talking about dying already. So. I thought maybe this was well, all 50 good. years is a long yeah, time. And yeah, it sure is. And I mean, you probably will be fine. I'm just yeah. saying, in general. Well, the the way it's structured is is the way it should be structured like you know um in regards to like the business aspect we could do simultaneously like you know rent out the restaurant with the okay. brewery we you can't duplicate right. so it's kind of like we structure it intelligently the way we should but in the grand scheme of things we both want to have the final say as to what goes on here who works here yeah. what we make sure. What, sure. so yes we could potentially do that but there's no even not even a thought in your mind about doing that down the line right now no live life well yeah we we just got open you know we're we're in negotiate well we're pretty much locked in to sell our equipment to somebody good at the old brewery at the old brewery uh we're still operating and moving beer down the road how how much more time do you have in any other another year and we're gonna keep renewing so like we have uh like that's the thing they end it every year and um they could just you know at one point say sorry we're not renewing so we're gonna recoup the capital that we put out from the equipment and um basically have it for storage for grains cans kegs restaurant storage also Mm. ben Ben and i have talked about starting maybe a food line of like hot sauces, rubs, uh, kind cool. of. Yeah, take uh, the barbecue and hot sauce things and try to incorporate them idea. in a way. Listen, the sticker company we use made a freaking hot sauce and is selling like hot cakes. Nice. It's crazy. But sticker, ben, sticker Mule makes a mule sauce. Nice. <laughs> ben grows his own peppers. Really? He does, yeah. yeah. He does his own like uh, different peppers and fruits and so w- between barbecue, mm, food canning line for jars of hot sauce. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> bottling line. But you gotta make a hot sauce that's THC infused. It's yeah. in the works. Yeah. No! Oh, there we go. Yeah, it's all good now, baby. See? We're making See? it. That or a rub, you know, some Ooh. type of rub. If yes. you smoked it, then could you then smoke it? Well, well, once it's smoked, it's smoked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's, well <laughs> that's interesting you mentioned that because we our buddy does uh, terpenes. Okay. And he works for Humboldt County uh, Seed Collective, C- Seed Collective okay. and they work with. Um, the reggae band. Um, yeah, they, um, they did stupid fruits. They from um, slightly stupid. So, slightly stupid. Yes. Yeah, so they, we they, I they have cultivated seen that. a strain specific to slightly stupid, right. and then uh, took the just essentially the flavors, the essential oils from it, and uh, the terpenes, and he's just been you know bugging us to put it in a beer and uh, to experiment with it. Sure. And uh, we've been kind of messing around with it, and it's been really cool to uh, you know be able to push the flavors of something you know like uh, anything from a pilsner to an IPA with. Uh, with weed flavors. Well, I was gonna say, does, do, for people that don't know, the turpins, do they are they overly like? Is it hemperer type, or is it like low key, just a little flavor subtlety um, kind of thing? I asked for the most uh, fruity strains that they had, okay. and it just so happened to be that that was the slightly stupid one. Okay. And I thought that you know the fruity turpins would blend exceedingly well with uh, you know modern day hops, and yeah. they really, really have. 
Whoa. And uh, they've even gotten a few of the crowlers. We sent them onto their tour bus. And, really? Uh, oh. There might even be talks of uh, doing a beer for them. Even though oh. the band likes lighter beers. So well, I was going to say, a you, Pilsner, but. when the spring slash summer comes, you have a beautiful outdoor area. Uh, great little kickoff concert with something yeah, stupid. That, that would be would bring a that, shit ton of people. Yeah. Well, he, he keeps saying, he as you have the smokers out there, and you've you got briskets that, and ribs. That's the They plan to do like an amphitheater right next door to us. So Get like they're, they're gonna do um, like a oh, Glen Cove amphitheater with some green space right next door. So now that it's a construction lot. It'll eventually be a performance space. So, you know, we had some bands play here over the summer. It was a whirlwind. We just had to get open, you yeah. know, get it started. People were enjoying, but it was... Uh, yeah, they had its, its bumps and bruises along the way just because right. the town's throwing it together. You guys are trying to scramble to get open and make it work. And COVID just ended, so people yeah. were getting back out to the real world, so... And people start to lose their minds at that point, yeah, right. too. There's so a lot we, of that going on. But we, we, you know, got through the summer, and now we're into the fall. And um, Ben and I pretty much have completed the brewery uh, right now. We have, we're going to do our first test batch next week. Um, oh, cool. There, there's been a lot of trials and tribulations. I, I, have, I have about 100 different, uh, you know, hurdles we had to jump through <laughs> in regards to, like, shipping or you know equipment that was delayed or uh things that showed up damaged and things we had to get fixed and who did you guys go with for the new system agile stainless by the way if people can't see it it's uh i'm trying to point to it right it's over here i know i'm pointing over there but it's really over there <laughs> it's on the camera i can see it so it's you can a, see it right in the it, background it's a lovely brewing system it's world class like you know it's uh one of, the, one of the greatest things I've ever seen. So. Yeah, John uh, is a is a family-owned business. He started uh, his his uh, his uh, fabricating company out of uh, Portland, Oregon, and it was basically made from uh, a company going out of business where he he thought that he could take some of the things he learned at uh, you know welding and. Um, custom designing these uh, brew systems and create his own company and he's worked with some very well-known craft breweries to date he reached out to us and we um, had put something out about our new facility hmm. we had some other manufacturers lined up and they they fell through one after the other was it like uh, time constraints or was it a matter of like supply chain what was there supply chain yeah. and it's not at the time that stainless steel prices no. were also oh, crazy, crazy. Roof and, yeah. so we well, got to figure you open three months ago this this the tanks were in by when did you get them yeah. delivered? So they got delivered in May, and we had a rigger put them in. Okay. Um, they were massive. Uh, and what's, Now, so everybody knows, the system you're brewing on right now, and what's, what do you have here? We have a 10-barrel system over there with mostly 10-barrel fermenters and some 20s. Now we have a 20-barrel system with mostly 40s. So, okay. well, so doubling in... Double, double the brew house, uh, just over triple the capacity. For all my roulette players, that's called martingale. You're doubling up. <laughs> well, we just, your bets we just brewed a double IPA called Double Down. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. And See? then we're yeah. probably thinking about a beer called It's Always Something because yeah. it's always something. <laughs> yeah, there is a, a large amount of glass. I like what you did for the stylistic approaches. Make it look transparent where people can watch if you guys are people brewing. People love stainless they steel oh, yeah. and when they love they're drinking at it. They're just like, this is like this. I like the beer. It's going in. <laughs> 
They yeah, were, I'm drinking what was in there is pretty much the... That's why... Yeah. I, and I, I, I'm sad to say any of the breweries that are listening that don't have that ability, you, you've missed out. Whether it's constraints from the town that have done it to you or you just, just didn't have the construction. You don't have it. The foresight of it is of let people see where you're at I mean, while you're brewing. People, to, to see into it. I want to see how clean it is. It looks immaculate in there. I want to see that. Like an open kitchen at a restaurant. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. I love yes. going to an open, like, one of my favorite places uh, is in Babylon uh, called the Brixton. Yeah. And you could belly up right up and watch them prepare it. Yeah. I nice. freaking love that. 316 Main, too, has yes. a big open kitchen. Yes. Uh, and I used to work at Bertucci's, and they pride themselves on having that big open brick oven area. You couldn't see the even, salad line, but you could see everything else. Is being there made. even one on the island I anymore? Have, no, probably not. Was that like Westbury? Yeah, well, I, I was in the uh, yeah, I was in the Melville that was one. A long time ago. Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah. Man, the times I give, had there. They would give dough to the kids to play with. I remember that actually. No, he, yeah. Here's a fun fact: that was my first bartending gig. Really? Yeah, I was like 21. Now I, I know why you went out of business. And well, no. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, <laughs> I only worked there a year, you dick. It wasn't that long. <laughs> I did drop pizzas on a lady's head. You've heard that story. Have you not? No. So I was coming. So this. This is good for the restaurant people. Restaurant stories, all right? Uh, Bertucci's big open. So uh, they didn't have doors into the kitchen. So it's this big entryway. There's a big party going on in the party room. And I had two freshly out-of-the-oven pizzas in my hands like this. And right out into the, the restaurant area, there must have been oil on the floor. My foot went, pew, and both pizzas went like this. And it toppled on top of a lady's head sitting at the Hot. table, fresh out of the oven. Whoa. Third degree burns on her shoulders oh. and her neck. I was so embarrassed. I was young as one of my first gigs. Like, ping, ping. Like, this one hit this one, and they all went, shink, and then upside down on top of her. So needless to say, their whole table, of t- their, t- their tent top, got the entire meal for free. Yeah, and I just did. snuck into the back and just went, I can't believe that just happened. Who's got a cigarette? Who's got a cigarette? I need to go outside. I need to go somewhere. And I eventually went back in, and the ambulance came, and I'm apologizing. She goes, oh, oh yeah, third degree burns. You destroyed this woman. Oh, I did. She, I felt so bad. And actually, our uh, our waitress, head waitress, went to the hospital with her. Her name was Barb. She went to the hospital with her. Babs, actually, we called her. And uh, she called me. She's like, she's okay. Everything's all right. Don't feel bad. You know, she knew, but you're fired. <laughs> no, I, were you allowed I, back and work the next day? I was. I was. Right. I, I don't think I worked the next day, but um, they actually made a big deal about having you know that area outside the kitchen be cleaned and dry. That was right. key. And I was gonna say, who fucking bit the bullet? So we did endless oil. We were like Olive Garden. We did endless uh, uh, lettuce and breadsticks. Oh, lettuce, the salad and breadsticks, <laughs> and the salad always had that oil and vinegar dressing on it. So they always pre-tossed it. Someone must have dropped something and never wiped it up. And I hit that floor. Foot went right out. It was so bad. It was. I felt so awful. Sometimes I didn't get life hurt. happens. What are you gonna yeah. do? My mom. Here's another quick one. Had a a better story. She used to work at Howard Johnson's in Massapequa. She is working a Saturday shift in the summer. Someone in the morning for breakfast asks for coffee. She comes over, she pours it on the thing, spills all over the guy. All right? That's not that bad. The same guy comes back after the beach. She does it again and spills <laughs> it on the same person again, not on purpose. She swears that are you that is. Yes. Oh my God. What are the odds? And she, wait, the odds of him coming back Liars. to the same Hojo. Hojo my mom doesn't lie, trust me. Uh, then having the same waitress and then spilling the coffee on the same guy. 
that's crazy. And b- by the way, and it made me feel better. I think that that's guy's got some bad luck. Does so bad. <laughs> what are we drinking? Yeah. So the, no, what was it? is it the same craft? A, a carafe of crescent. Ah. It's a, it's a culture we actually kegged like an hour ago, two hours ago, really? probably five o'clock. Um, so we're gonna have it on tap for Oktoberfest on Sunday, mm. October 9th. Yeah, we thought it was important to have a, a, a German-inspired, you know, lighter, crisper lager-style beer sure. also in addition to, uh, you know, the, the Marzen and the pumpkin for our October So fest, I'm so. coming off the Marzen. My first taste of that, I get almost like a peppery taste along with the crispness. What is, give us a breakdown. I usually wait for this till later, but what is the breakdown of this? What's in this? So with uh, Kolsch and, you know, any sort of light lager, you know, you kind of just um, use, a, you know, a really quality, we like to use German um, Pilsner malt, just yep. like, kind of like a blank canvas and, you know, nothing too intrusive. A little bit of Vienna to kind of give it a little more malt. But um, the Jarillo hops, uh, I think, have really, um, mm. you know, made this beer somewhat special. Um, we, we, I have an assistant, uh, Will, right now, and he's just when we brewed this fell in love with that hop he could not stop smelling and he can't stop uh, talking about how he can really is it a pick United it States hop is it New Zealand it is it yeah. is and it's a lesser known I th- um, it's got a nice mix of uh, pear spice as you would mention yeah, the spices and I, it's not spicy whatsoever yeah, yeah, yeah. but just like hints at that like mm, what's that Absolutely. little thing it's difficult to describe it almost. wakes you up a little bit for yeah. just that second and but then all of a sudden you're getting the malt on it exactly yeah, yeah. And it's, it's a very unique hop that I think plays well in uh, lager style beers and um, it almost reminds me of a and again without the spice but the flavor of like a jalapeno or something but, but like that but not spicy but though. not yeah. spicy it's, it's like th- it's that, the flavor it's the like flavor. bell pepper almost like the skin Ooh. of a bell pepper yeah. okay. it's not no it's not spice. spicy but you can taste that like earthy that's a good call i think that's what i'm, I'm feeling and by pepper, I didn't mean like a green pepper. I meant like black crushed pepper. Yeah, no, I know. Immediately, yeah. and then all of a sudden, that makes more sense though because it's a more earthy mm-hmm. hop to it. Yeah, it's a very unique hop, and yeah. uh, I thought it played very well in a lighter based beer. So. And, and the beer is nice and dry. It's got, yeah, it's yeah. got a nice bite to it. Uh, fermented, yeah. fermented, very dry. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I love a good Kolsch. Mm. I've been drinking a lot of those lately, bro. Between the Mars and yeah. the first oh yeah, one, which I, as a first couple of steps, I was like. Oh, I'm good now. Is this what beer can be? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I like IPAs. Don't get me wrong, but it's about man. it's about balance in life. I yeah. mean, like in That's regards to drinking too. It's like you know, do you really want to listen to the same song every day? You know, like that's a good point. Uh, how about a uh, uh, entire case in the last Wait a week minute. of Dog So I've been with minutes. my wife for... <laughs> uh, I'm not going to go there. Never mind. <laughs> That's I'm not going to go. I ain't taking that <laughs> off the rail. We're uh, talking about beer. You're talking about relationships. Well, you know, he was talking about you're going to yeah, want to listen well. to the same song. And, uh, yeah, well. and something to all that, by the yeah. way. Wow. Well, I've listened to the same band for the last, like, 20-something years. So. <laughs> <laughs> Still, yeah. I still love the same band from 20 years ago. We know that you have socks. I know, I know. I don't have them on today, I promise. Oh, you know what I got on today? Oh, what'd you have? Hey, look at that. Got some three three Floyd socks. You found door? Nice. No, three Floyd. Oh, it is three Floyds. Look at that. I thought it said uh, Emo's not dead for a minute, and then I saw... Floyd, I thought it meant um, got some three Floyd socks. I, I can't describe exactly what you guys got to get socks. I'm a big sock. We we actually have sock collector. Yeah, you do. Good good socks. Yeah, the juice good break. Socks. Remember last oh, show? We I, brought I had them. Yes, I had them. No, you should have worn them. Yeah. I fucking didn't think about it. You know it. what? They're with. They're with my uh, my Flux. Uh, yes. Flux Coffee House. I got mm. my socks from them. Nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I had I those like, garbage I socks. I like funky socks. I don't. I do too. I'm a big. I'm a big sock guy. 
I, I appreciated that. Because not too many people have socks. It's the least expensive gift you can buy for somebody on a trip somewhere. <laughs> or hot sauce. Yeah. Or hot sauce. Marco always buys me a $10 bottle of hot or sauce. Or whiskey from somewhere. Little samplers, too. You get those going. Um, let, let's go back to this this layout. So the design of this, the the timing of that, what went into building this? I know you said it took so many people. What were the first things that were laid out in trying to get this going? Laying out the uh, use of space. Floor so plan, like yeah. like we could have we we put a mezzanine upstairs, which is right up there for anyone's watching in relationship to what they're seeing. That's a cool spot yeah so it's a nice private event space we do trivia up there on tuesday nights cool. uh with tango trivia really good trivia company on long island um and then we also do private events so people can book it out for whatever celebration they're trying to do um we we, we do food packages beer packages uh wine and spirit packages we have um Monday night football. Yeah, Monday night football. Which is fun. We have a projector that hangs in front of the mezzanine, so people can watch it from the dining room to the tasting room. Um, what what time is the dining room open from until? So two two o'clock we're open uh, during the week. Hmm. Noon we're open on the weekends, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. The dining room is open on uh, on the weekdays at at five o'clock, so you can sit down, you know, with your friends and family. At five in the dining room, and get like a full proper um, meal, and then uh, from two on during the week, you can get uh, food off the menu in the tasting room, and then um, on the weekends, it's twelve to four for lunch and five till nine or t- nine for dinner. And yeah. like, now the menu, I mean, you were mentioning some stuff on there. Uh, you're rotating that seasonally. Are uh, specials being involved? How's that all working? Yeah, yeah. We recently started doing nice specials um, for during the week, and we do a Taco Tuesday night. Mm. We get five dollar tacos. On Sunday, we have a uh, really nice uh, like tailgate football kind of platter for oh, wow. two that you know, skins. Really nice yeah, to belly up to the bar with, with a friend and watch the game. Good idea. And then uh, on, for entrees, we like to put in a, like one to two specials, and then we're we're doing a soup of the day. We're gonna change it to a fall menu with like onion soup, French dip. Because um, we're so. in soup mm-hmm. season, yeah, baby. I love yeah. soup season. I had it last night, season. by the way. Tortellini soup. Oh, I love tortellini. But with uh, tomato base. Fresh oh. uh, spinach topped with uh, moats and parm, little breadstick to scoop along the sides. I'm planning a really nice uh, smoked beef stew. Ooh. I'm looking for with egg noodles. I've been planning it for a week. Smoked beef <laughs> stew. Hmm. So what's gotta, the, is it a broth base or is it uh, like gravy base? What's uh, a broth base? Broth and, uh, okay. You know, just boil down um, some bone beef marrow. Stock stuff, yeah, no, yeah. not even the stock. How do they make your own yeah, yeah, kind exactly, of stuff? Yeah. Exactly. And then uh, smoke a chuck roast and then uh, shred it into the mm. in, into the stew. <laughs> Fuck, guys, killing me over yeah, here. The scientist tonight. God, I can't the smoking scientist. <laughs> she get a new Instagram handle. The barbecue smoking scientist. I like it. What were we gonna say, Mark? Sorry, I cut you off. I was no. I was, was just saying, like a, a brewery is a place where you're not kind of pigeonholed into one thing. Yeah. We, we have so many opportunities to serve so many different kinds of cuisine, and you know, showcase different things that you really can't find at a lot of places on Long Island. There's a lot of, um, you know, contemporary American food that's either, you know, Italian or Chinese or Japanese. It's very, like, 
one thing. And in, in Suffolk, there's plenty of restaurants and places that serve all kinds of yep. really unique, good American food and desserts. But in, in Nassau, it's, it's, they're few and far between. So, yeah. and we grew up here our entire lives. And Eating pizza and <laughs> yeah, pizza, bagels, and delis. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So we're we're excited to be able to provide this for people in in tandem with the the beverage program, which we have Sailaway Nitro Coffee, craft cocktails on tap, like that draft idea. wine. We did Bridge Lane, and you have a, a, a full bar, like you have right. a full liquor license. So in the in the we the have a service of being bar. a restaurant, right? right. I mean that's yep. that's the key. You need that. Yeah, you're, you do. You're allowed one. Uh, on-premise liquor license for a brewery in New York State. We have a farm brewer's license, a microbrewer's right. license, and an on-premise liquor license Jeez. for our restaurant. So get all the badges. Well, it was very difficult to uh, achieve, and we actually received them last week. We had to renew permits and permits and permits. Things were backed up, yeah. but we jumped through every hoop there there is, and now we're sitting here, and people can come and enjoy the fruits of our labor. And, and you're also going by doing that attracting. Uh, new audiences, right? Absolutely. You know, oh, having the, like my wife, she'll have a sour, she'll have something like a blonde, but she really wants a Tito's and soda. Right. Yeah. So, seltzer, cocktail, yep. wine. You're. I mean, it was out. amazing to see the response from a lot of the residents in these buildings. Like, I didn't think there'd be that many beer drinkers there, but you know, if there was X amount of beer drinkers, there were that many people that just want a nice meal. Yeah. And yeah. To wine be and a have cocktail. a real restaurant experience. Yeah. To right. be honest, there's it's seventy thirty though. Like the people here that still. Call I'm here are major uh, drinking beer yeah. as the majority, which is great for us to see because we didn't know. You, you still you started as a brewery, so. <laughs> you, but you don't want to open up Pandora's box yeah. and uh, find that they don't really enjoy the beer and they just want to get you know drink spirits and yeah. and uh, wines. But in the grand scheme of things, it turned out very a good mix where the majority of people are drinking our beer and then. The people, like you were mentioning before, that couldn't come before, whether they're celiac or sure. or they don't like beer, um, they can also come with their friends and family, too. Yeah. And maybe they, discover a beer that changes their mind on it. Or or allows them to drink it, like uh, a gluten-free beer or yeah. something that... In the, and, being, and having all three licenses gives you that flexibility, I would assume, right? I mean, just having that is just paramount for a place like this. Absolutely. The... Uh, the, the restaurant end, same concept, right? Are you doing beer pairings? Are you guys trying to do beer dinners? Like Eventually, for sure. I We're, mean, I know it's still early, but uh, yeah. still, it's, it's something that you have an, now have an opportunity to do. Right. Yeah, I mean, we went through a lot of different um, trials and tribulations in the beginning. Kitchen, new staff, uh, new facilities, uh, construction. That right there, just the staff. So, yeah. yeah oh, I, I, I have way too many friends that are own restaurants you have to and they all said the same thing finding staff that and keeping staff yeah that's the key because either one they want to get paid this crazy amount how, or, how often are you going to train somebody is the key right yeah. how often do you want the person that's been here for three months to train the next person you want someone here for longevity so you can keep building yeah, that absolutely yeah but honestly like people that have worked for ben and i over the course of the past decade have stayed with us for a long period of time Nobody's ever quit. They've kind of, well, they've kind of had to be let go because we're good people that 
like it's a, we create a really nice environment that is fun and and competitive. Oh, you want that? Absolutely, a community oh, yeah. where the not only the you know the people that live around here want to be here, but our employees yes. want to be here. They come in on their days off. Well, we're yeah, all here. Exactly. Garvey's family. Yeah, yeah, that's that's right. Right. It's gotta be. And, and but we got, all work our asses off. Yeah. So like yeah. that's the main thing. If you if you're passionate. You love what you do, and you show up to work with a smile on your face, and you look forward to coming to work. Yep. Like you can't really trade that. So, and, and as you guys know, just from having the tasting room, you had that one person has a comes in, and they're already in a bad mood, and then you have a employee that's in a bad mood. That person's never coming back. Yeah. Right. And they're gonna bad mouth you. It's a double whammy. Whether, whether it's for no reason <laughs> or anything. Well, I better they're, start drinking more. Then. They're, they're gonna, they're gonna bad mouth, and that's the worst part of this business. I think with any business you see, um, especially hospitality, you see customers come in every once in a while with a bad attitude, and it stinks because all you want to do is put a smile on their face. Yeah. I have to be honest though; I don't really remember seeing too many employees coming with a bad face, you know, that's a good, bad man. mood and well, a sad face. Our, our beer tenders are the best psychologists you'll ever meet. Yep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> they need to be, as they should be. As as a 20 year veteran in the the beer uh, or bartending industry you are going to hear everyone's shit right put your shit aside for that eight hours yep. <laughs> and deal with everyone else's shit my wife has actually been really good at listening to other people's shit i always had like a good ear and just said yeah 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 and i never really wanted to give anything back but that's something that like some people really just have a knack for like yep. they they don't take advice well but God damn it, their advice they'll is give just, it. they'll give it and it's the greatest advice ever. A lot of it people never work for them. don't want advice. They just want you to listen yeah, to them. Yeah, they want to lend to you. Yeah. That's, what that's how good I was. Because I was just listening. The majority of yes. people in their life are not listening. Yeah, yeah. So they just want to vent for a little bit and you go, yeah, yeah. Hey, cheers, brother. Hey. One and then they give I you actually you, a well-thought-out answer, and you're like, wait, that's not what I wanted to hear. <laughs> if you sat there and psychoanalyzed the whole yeah. thing, listen, well, your, you your brother-in-law was born a dick, so listen, yeah. it's okay. But they're like, and, no, no. And, and it's okay to hate your mother. Yeah. So, wait, okay. no, that's not what I wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. Your brother-in-law is going to move out, and everything will be fine. I promise. Somebody it's wa- fine your wife cheating on you. <laughs> it, it's fine. <laughs> It's gonna be okay. Somebody wise once told me you never learned anything from hearing yourself talk. That's true. Yeah, yeah it's a good one. I, actually, I think I've used that in my quote of the day on my, my blackboard at one point. I like that one. The uh, the entire my, my, my quote of the day for the longest time is, "You can lead a horse to water, but you can't fuck him." So that, I'm just gonna leave that. that. I mean, I'm just gonna leave that there because I mean, we all know how that works. We yeah. all know. We all know. This guy's we've all been there. Too. We've all been there. No, it's a sheep fucker. That's what a oh, sheep, there sheep go, there fucker. Yeah. This guy's a sheep. He's a sheep fucker. He's not one of us, bro. And they throw him out the van. It's the best. I love Jay and Silent Bob. And by the way, that new movie. How was it? I didn't see it yet. Uh, Is it Clerks 3? Clerks 3? It looks like old school Clerks. Yeah. It looks like Jay and Silent Bob. Like Clerks stuff. 2 was a very, very good sequel. So I actually have some problems. I didn't for it. like it as much. I saw um, it at the Paramount. With oh, uh, nice. with Kevin Smith, oh, yeah. came and introduced it. We saw it there. I don't know they did that. Mm, I didn't like it as much. Definitely this one. Just be just the way it was shot and the way it felt. It looks like Jane Saw Bob Strike Back. That's one of my all time favorite movies. The amount of cameos and lines. Scooby Dooch. Oh my God. <laughs> do you live you your life by the book of the road? I do. Ah. <laughs> George Carlin. The the rules of the road. <laughs> the way he says it. Ah. Oh. I live my, my life by the book, bro. <laughs> Carrie Fisher in the car. Um, you guys had a tremendous amount of playing. You guys have, uh, like, 
wood specially made for in here. Stuff that just matches. Who, who's the who's the interior decorator? Who designed this? Who's your architect? This, yeah. uh, the barrel staves, I believe, was your dad's idea, right? Yeah. So, like in in the grand scheme of things, we we literally took a lot of experience from people that have built things in the past, but it was kind of a uh, scramble at well, the end. Well, this also had the feel of the old tasting yes, right. room. So we, we took in a lot of consideration into the... They told us they were going to give us a cold, dark shell, okay? So then we had to f come up with the finishes, and there was a finish line that we the were warmth. we were looking at. So we really had to pull everything together and pick the, the final finishes. And we did that by working with a family-owned company from Ohio that did most of our tables, chairs, and like we have two live edge pieces in the tasting room, so we selected those. They drove up the day before we were opening, father and son. They said they left at three in the morning. They walked in with the live edge tables that the day we were doing friends and family, <laughs> and they were like, "Is this good?" Or like, "Yeah, drill it into the ground, bro." Like, <laughs> we gotta get this Put going it in there. Do it, bro. And Do then, it. Was it chip from Magnolia Farms? Or <laughs> but chip. It, it was a mad dash, and like at the end of the day, like we have a forty foot bar made out of this material called Decton. We selected this in Hicksville. I was from, gonna ask you because it's, it's I was standing over like here it. looking at them like. Almost I looks don't like poor know concrete. What that is. It looks like it was uh, like scavenged from a shipwreck, mm. but it's a man-made material that is harder, they say, than steel. But I've seen a chip in it, so I don't understand. <laughs> I've seen uh, a chip in it. So I mean, but but like the people that we've worked with, like the tra their draft installer um, Anton from Draft Choice. He was ah, somebody yeah. that I've always wanted to work with in my entire career. And I got the chance to do that with him uh, with our 20-foot walk-in box and 24 taps. Like, and the experiences that I've got to like be a part of building this place, I wouldn't trade for anything. I mean, the, the late nights and drinking beers and the stories. Well, it, it was interesting when we walked in. We were all like, hey, guys, hey. You were here. And hey, hey. And him and I are happy. And we walk back out and I go, yeah, Mark's not that happy right now. <laughs> I said, because he's probably been here all day fucking working and we're coming in like, <laughs> But it's, I mean, honestly. It's, it's a grind. I know it is. Absolutely. I, to be a business owner, to do what you guys are doing on a daily basis. Seven days a people week. People don't understand. For they years. don't understand until they have to do it themselves. The other part of, of it, though, is because it's the passion you're putting into it. Oh, yeah. So you want, you want people to like what you're doing. It's draining, and, but and, rewarding. But and the tag team of people that coming in, like, so I'll be here, right? And I'll, I'll meet the electricians at 545. But then I'm here with somebody at 10 o'clock at night. So the tag team of people coming in at certain hours, it's like, it is what it is. You Crazy. Just, you just keep going. And, and if you didn't like doing it, and then you didn't have something to show, and all the happy people, and the beer, and the food, and the, the stuff, it's like... You just that's what fuels you to get your ass up every day and just do it again and again and again. Some days you drop, but some <laughs> Well, you, you have to have that day. You have to have that day where you're just like, I fucking had enough it's today. Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just had enough, I'm fucking not doing Beers anything. Beers and football again. and just yep. veg out on the couch. Yep. That's Need always those. my I always say my favorite thing to do is nothing because I'm never doing nothing. Yeah. yeah. I agree with it. I agree yeah. with it. The, let's talk about the brew house. So you said you're 20 and 40. Um, 
the install's done. Plumbing done? Yeah, so tomorrow yep. the, the guy's showing up for the steam traps. They're, okay. And uh, we're going to switch them out because a lot of plumbers have egos, which is <laughs> a very dangerous thing. Yeah. And uh, That's a weird, it's a weird thing to have. Uh, like, uh, I'm the best Especially plumber a, in America. Especially with a lot of pressure and hot steam. Yeah, right, because right? Yeah, the commercial applications are no joke. Like, yeah. But a lot of plumbers that fix your boiler or your furnace at your house, they're not working with 1,200 gallons of boiling liquid. Yeah, so, man. like, well, I, we have a consultant, and all, that's all he does is install breweries, right? And he works with some of the best breweries in New York and Long Island. And we found him early on. I think he dropped off his business card on a box of combos one day. A uh, box of peanuts. <laughs> yeah. And, and it was before we he even... He brought the peanuts? Yeah, he did. And he was, I'm a boiler specialist. Yeah. And this was even before... Bro, that caught me right there. Half, peanuts? Half yeah. a year before Cow- we started this whole project. And then one day... And I just left found it, I left, it in the brew book. I left, and I left was it like, in my brew book. And, you know, we, we moved along. And Mark was like, we need a boiler specialist. And I was like, I think gotcha. I got a car. I got the peanut guy, guy, man. <laughs> I got a boiler guy. But he turned out to be like a real legit dude. And yeah. he walked our local plumbers who did the rest of the building through some of the install. He saved us like uh, six figures on, on on what the on what somebody wanted to have us install f- the to provide the steam to our brew house. And and it looked like a freight train. I mean, this thing. If if, <laughs> if we would have installed this thing, it wouldn't. I wouldn't have been able. But he knew to do exactly it, so. how much we needed, but not. But he wasn't trying to sell us anything more. Right. You know exactly like what we needed get to get done, the job and done. get it done for yes. what it needs to be. And and I've heard this story time and time again. So, if if somebody's telling you one thing, make sure you do your homework, do your due diligence to make sure it's the right profile of equipment because that happens. Oh, yeah, wow. well, sure. people trying to upsell you and trying to make their buck, but at your expense. Can't Correct. Have that. The tale and is old as time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or they don't know what they're doing, and then the system's oh, in, even, and oh, now it's not working that's correctly. That's not something whammy. you want that's to fail or scared. go wrong. And okay, you're like, sure. why, well, how come I can't boil? Oh, <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, we put all the pipes in, and it's... Well, uh, uh, you know, when we, when we couldn't fit our hot liquor tank over there, we went to your spot. You had told me about the hot, the tankless hot water heaters. Mm. So I did my own research, figured out the the diameter of the pipe, the BTUs that we needed. We piped them in tandem, and you were the reason how we kind of figured out. How so to do you'll that. be the blame if shit goes wrong. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but he no, was, they were great. They were no, but great. he was nice enough to kind of give us that, afford me that like uh, little tidbit of information that he. Probably got from someone else. <laughs> no, I really like asking asking around. Well, you just keep. You well, know that's how we learn thing. from each other. Yeah, but if you go through the work to figure it out for yourself, and you're willing to share that information, you're yes. a good person. And, and I, not and I just willing actually to do just that. shared that with Old Tappen this weekend. They, yeah. uh, he came by, and I told him like, you know, you don't always need. Maybe you can save four hours by having your sparge water or, or like already up to temp you know what i'm saying he was like oh man that's you crazy. said yours would fire in in the middle of the night and you'd just come in uh, ready to Be go ready right? to go yeah. Yeah. so that's crazy that's just because he was lazy at the time. It's like, I don't want no, to sit no, there. I wanted, wants to sit around waiting for your... Yeah, I wanted exactly. to walk in and, and be like, let's fucking rock and roll. Exactly. Yeah. Right. exactly. It makes sense. I mean, especially if you... Yeah. I wouldn't call you it automated, no, but you, you had it ready to go. What sucks is when you have a fucking regular 9 to 5 job or you have a... Right. Make the most your of the time. Your moments, man. you need yeah. as, as much time taken off. You need to be able to walk in and go, here we go. Yep. Let's do this. 
now because the, the, you don't have a lot of time. The tank looks like instant hot water, like a Nevion system or something like that. Yep. Is that what it? But on a, a much grander scale, obviously, yep. right? And then yeah, they're, they're they're industrial. Yeah. Now, but it's about space too. Like if sure. you don't have this the floor space, well, which yeah. is very very limited in a brewery, you know, you could either use it for like brights and fermenters and uni tanks and I mean, hot liquor tanks. There's uh, uh, we're gonna see it because you guys are gonna take us back there later, but. I could just imagine what your boiler is, how big it is. It's not that big. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's a it's a standard house boiler, and the guy throttles it up, but it operates twenty four seven. It keeps on on demand um, hot water, but uh, it basically fires the brew kettle and it fires the hot liquor tank. So the brew kettle can't operate over. They've told me it's over fifteen barrels with direct fire burner right mm -hmm. it has to right. be steam because yep. steam it's more efficient is more efficient yeah. and it also will warp the steel once sure. you get to a certain uh volume to heat it up to that much like uh it, it's over basically we keep our kettle right now like 220 220 which yeah. is weird because it uh boiling should be 212, 212. but mm -hmm. it reads at 219 yep. and, uh, <laughs> i used to i used to show we were boiling and it was 218. That's basically where we Cause were. Because you want a bigger and, and spoil. Like, well, 212 yeah. is. I'm really, really just going to keep an eye well, on throughout it, the course of the boil. Is it because so. of the size and depth, like the readings up top of well, the heat it's underneath? It's also pressure of liquid, too. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the, the sheer volume of yep. it. And perhaps yeah. sugar density also allows the liquid to boil at, uh, you know, higher yep. than just basic water. Right. But I really think it, you know. Uh, well, the reason why you put salt into the pasta is to keep uh, it from uh, sticking to raise the boiling temp. So as they say, it's science. It's, it's all science. It's all about the science. I like the science. So you guys have gas here. That was one of the things that. This is steam here. And then steam. over yeah, there, the boiler, it was a. Uh, so the ga gas fuels the steam, but the, right, right. the boiler basically creates steam, and steam is hotter than boiling. Well, what I'm saying is the service that's provided you, you, from the street is going to be gas. gas natural right? yeah. gas. Yeah, so that was a big selling point to this area. Yeah, hey, I think that person up in that apartment is naked. Ah, oh, right. <laughs> so bringing that into here, I'm assuming that's what they did for the rest of... It's ugly naked guy. Well, natural <laughs> gas, in, in Long Island, natural gas is the cheapest... Yes. Utility, I don't know about like in the future. Uh, it's cleanest what, also. What's yeah. going for on around here? Yeah. Well, ele electric, yeah, electric, maybe, like but solar, like but yeah, you but want a wind would. turbine? Yeah, unless you put a turbine on the roof or out back. But we and out, panels work, there, but then yeah. you still got to do like geothermal. Up we here do what we can. We like the people that like take all of our spent grain. Oh man, we have like like cattle farmers. Uh, there's a new. Uh, basically a um, a vet school at LIU uh, oh cool yeah, yeah that they they teach students they how have to, a dairy farm there I think how, how to how to like be a veterinarian for cattle which yes. is in other parts of the country my neighbor's daughter is doing that and she says she comes home stinking like yeah. cow shit every well, day the, yeah but I mean, she loves it she loves it so now they started feeding all the new cattle they have 32 uh, baby calves that are now eating our grains mm. and they're going to grow faster because of it and we've been pumping them uh, probably full of uh, 2,500 pounds every four days. <laughs> I'm going to start asking for some briskets. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> it's all cyclical. I love once it. You fuck, once you cut one of them, you give me the brisket. <laughs> so, speaking of which, uh, we did a, uh, we're doing the, the Nerd Girl kind of uh, alternate 
and I had all the spank grain, and I made I the biscuits. I saw you made no, the biscuits. I did. I made the biscuits. You I took all the spank grain. Yeah, just uh, flour and egg, and then yeah, that, that was a big, that was a big hit at our old. We had we had flour, egg, and sweet potato. Sweet potatoes. That's good for the I didn't add peanut butter, like like dog peanut butter. My buddy, I didn't have it in the house. My buddy Andrew gets it from San City. Yeah, and he makes biscuits all the time. Yeah, he gives them to me. My my dog loves them. Listen, you gotta. I ate one once. We ate one. I did eat one. I was a little dry, but it was tasty. <laughs> you, you know what it is? It's it's they, there's still a little retention in the sweetness of the grain, just enough that you can taste it. It's not super bland, but the dogs love it. The dog, yeah. I mean, my dog went bananas yeah. for it. She loves it. That's her favorite. But the, it's hard to dry it out and process it and make sure that you know you keep them in stock. That's why we we wish we could keep doing it here, but. It's too much time. Yeah. Because then you got to bake it for three hours. Remember the We had a bakery next to our, our old house. Oh, right. yeah. yeah. So, but you, baking yeah, is a whole other science. Yeah. <laughs> to get it right. He's got he's got the smoker going down. <laughs> he's got enough he, brisket. Pizza. Pizza. <laughs> Bro, you fucking put those up and I die when I see those. Well, making, you know, making dough is a lot like making beer. It's, it is. Uh, it's yep. fermenting. In it fact, takes time. Um, I remember a, a long time ago with my old White Labs rep, um, sh- you know, we were talking pizzas and they were explaining how they had pizza programs going where they were fermenting the same batch of dough with four different kinds of brewer's yeast and seeing how each dough came out, wow. whether it was Belgian strains, I think they had a Kavik strain, and it was Holy and shit. I was like, wow, that's so cool. And it makes sense why these two things hmm. you know, make a lot of sense to me. And that's that's why I've been wanting to do it. My wife keeps saying, no, you're not doing it because just because we'll be all fat. I just want <laughs> I want to make sourdough bread in the worst way. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Because I have friends that have made it. And they, yeah. like, they have starters. Maintaining the culture is kind of a pain. Yeah. Uh, 72 well, hours. You, 72 you, hours. You, you really, really need to be do. on it. Yeah. Time invested in something like that, for sure. I um I I did uh I had a standing mixer for my um, Father's Day this past summer. I finally summer. got one. It's one of the greatest things of all time. Best thing ever. <laughs> yeah. I got to get the pasta maker uh, yeah. connection. Or the meat grinders. Well. Oh, I got to get that. Jeez, so many things to get. Yeah. So you can get some nice freaking ball meatballs going. See, venison. Little uh, Ben is the guy to hang around with I if know. you want to always be fucking full. Yeah, drunk and we, cooking. Yeah, <laughs> and drunk. What if we were to smoke meatballs prior to searing them? Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Yeah, smoke the meat prior to searing them. Almost like you're smoking a beer or smoking yeah. a cocktail. Yeah. But smoke that meat just prior. They've been and doing then. what's called the over-the-top chili, where you make a big meatball and you mm. smoke it on a rack above your pot of chili so Ooh. that it drips down. Oh. And then the meat smokes, and then once it's done, you shred it and put it into the chili. Jesus fucking Christ. See? You mess with Ben, you go in the ground. Oh, my God. <laughs> You can't die early, Ben. <laughs> You're not allowed to die early. Smoke meets you beer, a, you know. Yeah, you have a lot of knowledge to impart on everybody. Um, so you guys have the system. Electrics in place? Electric. For the brew house. Yes, the okay. panel designer just flew out from Oregon and stayed Jesus for a week. He was, he was literally a computer programmer. He does, like, sewage treatment plants. Yeah. He, it was amazing. He literally sat in his hotel room. Wouldn't show up until like seven at night. Mm. He would work through the night. I would be sitting here, I'd be like, "You going home?" He's like, "Nah, I'm good." With a sweatband on, sweating, <laughs> programming the programming the uh, 
Pe- Yet another Marzen I can drink. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I guess he drank more coffee than tequila. And tequila. So tequila drink. And lobster rolls. He had a lobster roll for the first time. But he got it done. That's all that really matters. So no, but hey, good it, for him. The the display is is epic. And he, he can work on it remotely anytime we have an yeah, issue. You which have an is app really, and really it's cool. connected all to your phones and well, stuff like it's that. Wi-Fi, oh, he, so. Yeah, but still, you can get in there. But he, he could he could any issue we have can work. Uh, work that's awesome. Remote. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And that's he, awesome. he pretty much spent five days straight labeling all the contacts in there. And our electricians that worked on the, the entirety of the job are top notch. They did like all the solenoids, the uh, this piece. Uh, the display, all the temperature probes are um, wrist case and mill and auger, chain and disc auger. We have 200 feet, which is kind of ridiculous now that I think <laughs> about it. But uh, how how big is your your mill? It's Matt. It's a alpha mill. We we purchased. We were gonna get an RMS mill, but we they were way way <laughs> way way out there on lead time. So we had to make it's not a too big. last minute. No, it's it's a uh, I mean, I don't know how you size mills, but yeah. well, it's for it's 20, to 30, 20 to oh, okay. 30 barrels. But it has uh, okay. the ability to adjust, you know, um, per millimeter, sure. I guess, on it, which is really, really nice because um, while well, I've kind of seen our crush kind of vary over the, and you know. How many, how many roller? Uh, two. It's two roller, yeah. but oh, really? the, the chain and disc auger that we, are, we installed is like Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory. Like the way the way it goes, the chain yep. has to yeah, come back. We, we have a uh, core time auger at the last place. Yes. That we, well, yeah. Which is common. Yeah. There. But this, I mean, we we did not like know to keep that, it out of view. We had to run something like that so it can go. And up, it has to go over. ninety. It has to go ninety degrees. So like to get to where the mill room is, where the door is, because every day we're gonna bring in um, forty barrels of green which is pretty much a roughly 48 bags which is one pallet so we'll have two pallets we don't have super sacks we don't have load cells but we're gonna do yeah. ba- bag by bag so but having uh-huh. the wrist case is also really nice which yeah. is something that we adopted because uh you know we were back and forth on whether we needed one but it's really nice to be able to mill in for the batch you know for tomorrow or yep. whenever it is whenever you have a spare moment to be able to, to yep. mill that green and put it above the mash tun and not have to do it while you're physically because we're double batching and and that's uh, what we, we used to well, do can that. imagine your your upper body and your calves get bringing that green up Every yes, I guess. Mark, 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 That's why he's so spelled right now. Yeah. Well, I, I, call it, I call it old man strength. When, when, <laughs> over time, like... He's got I, three hernias, but he can get it up I there. Poke he's, a, had a, he's had one. Yeah? No, I've had three. Yes, uh, but <laughs> you can pop a Coke can with your with your bare hands. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just... Like yeah. Popeye. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but over time, like... It gets easier because you you're able to invest in things that make it more efficient. Yeah. You know, like forklifts and uh, electric pallet jacks, and so over. Don't ta- figure. But we had <laughs> me and Ben. The shoulder. Modern convenience. We used to use the pump jack, and yeah. I called it the torture chamber because it would be with one foot you pump this thing up. And you try to like. Oh, load, I remember load, that thing. Yeah. You tried to load the truck, and they'd be like, "All right, come back in 20 minutes." Yeah. <laughs> the bees would be attacking. Wait, you. My, my, my legs cramped. A sixteenth inch at a time. I'm telling you. But it's in regards to being ready, you know, I mean, all the tanks are passivated. uh, Just a little more work on the steam, and uh, we're ready to fire her up. Yeah, that's awesome. So sorry, I'm saying hi to Instagram people. There's a lot of people on there. Nice. But I've been missing them. I put them up. I put it down. I put it around. 
Uh, but people are chat. Whoa, people are checking in all over the place, and I just can't keep up with it because I'm too busy, you know, having fun. Um, so you're plumbed in, you're electric in. Yep. You got pretty much everything. Glycol supply, done. Glycol done. Cellar done. Brew house wow. done. Hot liquor tank done. Water lines done. All we got to do is insulate the boiler, insulate the the uh, water lines, mm-hmm. change a couple of steam traps that were defective because the guy didn't think the PSI would be so high. And that that's that's happening this week. That's happening tomorrow. Tomorrow. At six in the morning. Oh, Jesus and then, Christ. And then we've already fired everything up and kind of... Uh, we're, we're going to do a water brew at the end of the week. Mm. We have our first batch that we're going to brew in-house at our other facility that we'll bring down the road. Hold on. Let me stop you because I haven't heard. I know it exists, but for our audience, what's a water brew? Uh, you run the entire brew process with nothing but water. You want to you know, make sure that you know, you're comfortable. You're taking temperature checks along the way. Is yeah, that really exactly. what the pro- yeah. You just want to know, you know, work with everything you have. nothing's leaking. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. And that you're sending, you know, everything where it should go. Yep. You, okay. you familiarize yourself. You familiarize yourself with uh, the speed of the pump. I don't think anyone's ever explained that to us. That when you put in a new brew system, you kind of want to go through a water brew. You know why? Because there. Or you are can pro- just wing it. But <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, people are so stressed out. Like, there are a lot of guys. There are a lot of guys just we're fucking brewing. They don't have the ability of having their own brew house. Supplying yeah. them, so yeah. they're looking to get up and going yeah. as soon as possible. I agree with you. All right, I see. I see we coming there. When I got my the new system in, yeah. I did a water brew. Yeah, and I had a tech on site, and we just ran liquid everywhere. Now, are you doing that everywhere. the entire length of what you normally would brew? Let's say I'll, I'll boil for ten minutes. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's just something. You, just also, you also have to get the boil rates and like clean the augers and stuff, and like make sure. Like, so you're going to throw hot water on it anyway, so you might as well. Yeah. And we'll, we'll monitor the first, like, mashing, etc. Like, we have a grist case, so that's uh, convenient. Mm. But, like, we're not going to send anything out that's not 100% the way we want it. So we, if we buy extra grain, we'll run a couple brews and test it and see what spit the, the machine spits out. Yeah. Then we'll tailor it. We'll have to, you know, dial in the mill a bit. Like, it's literally trial and error. Like, I see Steve uh, thinking right here. Well, yeah. what's the first brew you're going to do? Uh, yeah, it's always primal. It's always primal. Okay. And I can take that okay. and see where my mash efficiency is and whatnot and right. extrapolate you that to every other. Right, because you guys have been doing that so familiar with that. It's the only year-round year yeah. beer. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's yes. only your own beer. So you're so. going to know immediately. Uh, and I can you know, like go into Beersmith, look at all my recipes, cool. and basically adjust every single efficiency give or take within 5% at that point and, you know, basically figure out where I'm going to be for every other recipe on the entire and, scale. And that's so. an easy thing to do, just scale up, right? I mean, it's just it's a matter not, of... It's not that easy, no. Yeah. But. Well, we just scaled down Nerd Girl, and by the way, let me just say this. So, in Pop the, utilization, though, is one thing to look for, uh, but grains and whatnot. I, I was... I was very scared. So this is our, our first time doing a DIY in the beer maker. So we're doing Nerd Girl, which is a hoppy pilsner. Yeah, it's the IPL, right? Or is it a pilsner? Yeah, no, it's, it's a straight pilsner. pilsner. Yeah, yeah. In a way. Yeah, just because of the grain bill, it, it will qualify in the pilsner category. And we're using Riverbend malt mostly. And I, I put the grain in, and it doesn't click in right away. So the, the beers was sitting in the grains for like a day. And I go, uh, it didn't click in. Is that okay? He's like, ah, whatever. The mash? We'll see what happens. Yeah. some ancient, ancient well, Egyptian. 24-hour mash. Yeah, well, yeah well, pretty much. The, just the, sitting the, in the, the water. The thing, we, it, 
It's the first time we've with done the, a DIY, with the, so with there's the beer no maker, automation. It like never boils. Is. No, it's all pasteurization. It's only pasteurization, so it only gets up to. Yeah, literally, like that's all it gets up to. Never boils, but they you have to add. Two types of protein yes. reducing hops. Yeah, uh, otherwise. Uh, uh, drops. Enzymes kind of. Yes. Yeah. So you, you, AC, you put so many a- in AC when you first put the grain in, and then when uh, you uh, when you pitch yeast, you put these other enzymes in. Well, I've been toying with the idea of a no-boil like Berliner Weiss or something, and I Ooh. mean, uh, one of my dad's old employers still works for my dad. Uh, he, he became a big uh, proponent of no-boil beers, and he said that like, the, you retain this doughiness from yeah. the grains that is, you know, really, really nice. So I mean, you know, there's something to be said for a no-boil, just pasteurized wort. And yeah, and, yeah it, it has to be that certain type of beer, though. Yes. Like you can't go like, hey, I'm gonna do an IPA with it. He did. And they were he good. He did a regular yeah, IPA. And he, he was what always was? proud to bring me the, the bottles. Crazy. And uh, there was at a time that I thought his home brews were better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. But uh, so this this actually it sat in the grain. It, it the first brew, uh, like 24 hours. It looked like a dark Oktoberfest, like yeah. Sam Oktoberfest. But you gotta and you you went. I'm not worried. I go. No. I know what that pilsner looks like, and it looks like but haze. What, but what's the background of the inside is black? Right, that actually so the no, 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 no. Dark behind I'm it. I'm telling you right now, Steve. That actually uh, happened. It, was, to us it looked like a red ale. It was <laughs> bad. Yeah. I went, what the fuck? This is not even a hoppy pilsner. Do you know that 24 hours later, after the drops in the dry hop, yep. haze all day? Oh, really? I don't know what the hell. It was magical. It was like color-form T-shirts <laughs> or sequin things when you, you it looks like a, a ninja and well, then it's a person. You, you, you also have fermentation going on. That is true. So after well, it was before I pitched the yeast <laughs> and then after I pitched the yeast. And the, the, the look was completely different. 180 degrees. But to, but to undo the Maillard reactions that happened in it, that's impressive. Because yeah. um, a long time ago when they were you know doing the development, we were actually in the process of brewing this beer, the Kolsch. Yeah. And there was a storm. We ran out of power mid-brew. And I had to oh. leave the wort in the, in the kettle. And it was hot enough to be pasteurized. We came back the next day hoping to be able to finish the boil now that we had power and go on. And it was like red. You know, just yeah. sitting at that temperature yeah. for that long, it was way too dark, so we had to dump it. Uh, you know, too, too dark for being a culture. But even if yeah. you, well, <laughs> I mean that, yeah, brown culture. Brown. <laughs> it's, the, it's a new style. Don't worry yeah, about yeah, it. I, I don't want to be the person. I got, I got the red culture coming out, baby. <laughs> I don't you worry about it. the the red eye, uh, the red pilsner. Yeah. Is there a thing? A red pilsner? No. No. There is no. What if you did um, like a chocolate pilsner with chocolate malt? I'm going to slap you in the face. Yeah, 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 no no such thing. We do have a red IPA plan for Do December, like a red IPA. Though. We have a lot, we have like a a lot of new beers we've been making. And like right now, our test batches are pretty much draft batches. And once we get everything going and dismantle the old equipment, we're going to plan like a ton of new labels, new collaborations. Cool. And we, we've been kicking them out in the tasting room so people can drink them like you know getting feedback as it comes along well they're just smoking them so <laughs> I, I, like they're gone in six days Good. and and we we want to drink them ourselves but they're they're getting they're drunk, so. i do I, I i do i do like <laughs> the idea of the we used to when we first opened up one of our first beers that we had on tap was a hoppy red ale 
Yeah, it is. Yeah, and and it's nobody forgot, was it's doing it. style. Yeah, um, man, I like it. Lagunitas had a really good Imperial Red that uh, I drank in college, and it just, you know, I don't, I'm not even sure they still make a it. The 21st little, Amendment that had little, that hoppy red something? ale. It was delicious. Yeah, it was a, a red a IPA. Great forgotten style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we, we try and do the gamut, you know, like we want to have like a very diverse portfolio of like interesting beers that come and go, and people. You know, you you like it, you better have a couple pints. There's nothing better when people go, when is that coming back? Yeah. When is it? You got to wait. You got to watch. And, 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 and that just makes them it's keep worth like, the wait. You just wait. And our black IPA um, nightcap being Ooh. something similar, you know, which was once a forgotten style seems to be coming, nope, coming back. Coming, coming bit, back? I want it all. Give yeah. me all of the black IPA. I've, people I've, ask for it in the, in the summer. And my just goes favorite. To show you. I love it. Well, mm. you know what I've noticed? It's been a cross between yeah. black IPA uh, and yeah. black lagers. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. That's a lot a, that's of people I'm doing the black lagers. Nowadays, people are talking about cold, cold IPAs are interesting with a lager yeast and uh, you know fermented cold. Stop. Difference, difference between <laughs> Stop IPL. calling it a fucking cold I've started, lager. I've started I hate thinking that. about making No, it's an IPA. Just, I, hate, I hate that it's called a cold lager. I know. A cold IPA. I hate that. A cold IPA. It's just, please. It's, it's an IPL. Yes. But you want to change the name. Steve makes the be- one of the yes, best IPLs does. I've ever had. Because yeah, one at of the best. I drank it. Yep. Oh I remember that. God. It was and the best beer of that night, yeah, for sure. Oh, oh, man. Yeah, do you remember we did that? At Croxley's. At Croxley's we yep. had that. That Farming was amazing. It was, it was you guys, us, what and... What was it called? Loco, San City. Yes, yes. What was it called? Uh, yeah, what was... Uh, I, I know it. Um, it was 10%. It was so good. <laughs> Might have been 8 or 9, but either way, it was dangerous. That was the collab with the... Was it was it, band, was it was it was it Lagrasin? Lagrasin. I think that was it because yeah, I think it was. that was like ten yes, percent. Yes. Yeah, it was Dude, delicious. That was and to call it an IPL, no one got it. And, but it was such and a nobody good bought beer. it, and yeah. we fucking oh, took the beating on it. <laughs> I, I, and it was I a delicious that. beer, man. Yeah, I bought it like yeah. three or four times. I took it to. Uh, 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 Yogi Bear Lodge. I was drinking it by the Riverside Fishing. Just to let you know, to let you know, I enjoyed your IPL sitting on the river of Yogi Bear, <laughs> fishing into the creek. Into the creek. Into the creek. I enjoyed every bit of that. Who's that down by North Kakalaka? Uh, no, no, no. It's the Del- Great Sakanaga. <laughs> Delaware River Gap. You know, it's oh, uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's down by whatever. By Delaware Water Gap. Water Gap, By the Gap of the water. by the Gap. Wherever that is. Where the water is. So you guys uh, first brew, you said you're going to do the water, and then you're going to know your... Tribal always. Boil off rate. So and we'll, that's going to be that. But what do you like? Let's say that all goes to plan. Are you ready to go? Yep. Yes. Also, I'm planning planning for filling a. You know, we double batch in the forty barrels. So let's say that you know the efficiency is just off by a little bit, and I have the. I think that within reason, I can correct that on the second brew. You know, and and um, I think that we should. Based on our history and how this has gone, yeah. I think we should be able to turn out 40 barrels of Priable that anybody would be proud to drink. <laughs> yeah. you know? awesome. uh, now, I, let's talk about canning, because obviously that's a lot of beer to be here. And not that you can't go through it, but let's say you want to... Are you? Do you have a canning line? Can, uh, we, We're use gonna, we, we use Anvil. This is yeah. actually one of... Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Shout so out the, to Todd. You guys, yeah. you guys have stayed like... 
straight with him. You have been with Anvil for seven like, hours. Yeah, all wow. day from the beginning, all man. All day, I just listened to him uh, troubleshoot other people's canning lines. Yeah, like you know, like <laughs> yeah, like just listening to him help other people with their canning lines has been a pretty good, you know, um, is in- he indicator. Like of, one person. Yeah, uh, one he guy. He didn't start that one way, guy. but he is now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and honestly, he's an amazing dude who does rotary lines. His service online, he rents his lines, he but he's one one dude who has a dope truck with a oh, forehead wild goose canning line and okay. And we talked about this last time, you know, I think that the you know how well the tusk holds up and you know Seeing how well our beer holds up on shelves in terms of an oxidation Bro. standpoint definitely is a testament to yes. how good of a job Without that he does. He knows Without his shit. Yeah. what it comes down to. And, and one day we could we could facilitate our own line, but it we've we ran the numbers and we've talked about it. And to dedicate uh, somebody to a line, you need to be canning at least three times a week. We yeah. can every other week, and we'll do three to four max every other week. But it's worth it, like to to outsource that element of the brewery because over the course of time, uh, you well, know, we don't own our own line. But we also don't have to do the maintenance. We don't have yep. to, you and know. I, I, li- I listen to him do the maintenance for other people, and, and the amount of money, time, and just absolute frustration that goes into people maintaining their own line. <laughs> now, this now doesn't we, seem worth it yeah. at this do, point. Yeah, they do and storing it and keeping it and yeah. taking up space of where yeah, other right. things could be and paying it down. Yeah, yeah man. I think in. We both hope that we will get to the point that we will need to own our own canning line, have somebody help run it, and uh, you know, and be Hire turning him out to fresh, be here. <laughs> well, get to that tur- point. Turn out fresh cans on our own, you know, yeah. at, at a pace that we hope to like do we, one day. We but. figured out how to brew, brew at a professional level. We could figure out how to operate a canning line. Yeah. And we, we, but the thing is, is where's our resources best spent? It's making beer not packaging beer and we will outsource that component until we get to the point where we can do that so i think um we were lucky enough to find him early on and he's only works with a few quality customers and he drives great lengths to get here yeah we're the only i he, think long island brewery really because he, really? yeah. he likes his home base connecticut he likes right. us he likes our beer and he, he likes coming he buys by, so. he buys a keg of sour or a keg of pilsner or a keg and and you he's know out. yeah he's out and he's in and out and you can take um, a boat here forget it tell him to come yeah, down the mystic next, next boat time right yeah. Over, yeah. now yeah. is he doing like do levels and stuff yeah. like yes, that yeah that's that's what you want man. anytime that we use a new system a new fermenter anything he he hooks it up with that's a, great it's like a thirty thousand dollar piece of equipment oh, so yeah. it's, it's it's invaluable to have him there to allow us to use it and uh it's almost like taking like like a high school test all over you again met, you when met he him at cbc you're like stressing out about yeah, it like and, oh, and, and then the seeing, gonna be. seeing those do numbers drop to near zero it yeah. just you know it feels good there's yeah. nothing better than that there's <laughs> yeah. We used to, between us and Dubco, we used to have malt men coming, come in, and we would, he, they would go to Dubco, and they would can a beer, and then he'd come to us and can a beer, I'm like, what was the fucking deal on, yeah. on that time? <laughs> what was the deal on the thing? He's like, oh, it was seven. You check hours, and hours would be like three. I'm like, yeah, we win, we win today. But then he'd come in another day, and they're like, yeah, what'd they have? And he's like, yeah, they had a one. You son of a <laughs> bitch. Fuck. But it's interesting. But meanwhile, also, we have like seven. Which seven is, is good. Which seven is, is good. Which is 
way, way low for industry yeah, standards. Industry standards. Yeah, standard. yeah what is it? Th- like 35? It's, it's a- actually above it. It's like 50. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's also Wait. nice to see the progression in packaging ex- experts. Like, you know, Pete was at our facility with Todd back in the day. Todd yeah. was, was yeah. his. That's right. Pete, Pete worked for Todd with Anvil before Mom and, and I remember them with, yeah. with, with rubber gloves dunking every can. In parasitic acid. <laughs> so, you know, people come a long way in this industry and they don't get there overnight. They literally no. work day and night, no. day jobs, and they just power through. And now they have their own business to show for it. And Bro, John Green, yeah. who I met through Maltman. Yeah, what's his brewery that he's opening right now? Stay Green Stay Brewing. Green. And he's making some great stuff nice. over at, at Long Beach Brewing Company. Yeah. Very nice. I, I love seeing stuff like that because they're all passionate. And, and John's passionate on the brewing side, so anything that he helped can, he was like, uh, he would tell me stories of like going to breweries and be like, you um, sure you want to can this? <laughs> and, 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 and they're like, yeah, no can. He's like, all right, but I would not, but all good. But then he would sit, you know, talk about somebody else and be like, yeah, this guy's beer was unbelievable. You yep. know, it, it was Everything about it was perfect. It, it, it's so great to hear. Hey, listen, everybody's proud of their product, and they want, you know, it, it feels good to see it in a package, and uh, I wish everybody, you know, the best. Right. <laughs> All good is and good in, in the distros, exactly. right? Let's, yeah. let's duke yeah. it out there and let, like, Game of Thrones happen. Um, so we have the space. We have the restaurant. We have the brew house. Everything's working. You guys have been open for three months. Yeah, just total. Yeah. yeah, soft. Let's exclude soft opening, full open. What What are we thinking for the next step? Like, what is the next thing besides the brew house? We know is coming up. We gotta get. What's What comes then? Then there afterwards. What's that next thing that's on the list? Uh, <laughs> selling that capacity of beer at a you know a, a good rate. Yeah, you know, we've we've been turning down customers and not anymore like for a long time now and like we wanna make these beers that aren't available as prevalent. Yeah. Um now, more available and you, you the guys same are still self distro. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Self distro. No plans to go to distribution I anytime soon. I think it would be a humongous accomplishment to be able to remain self distributed at this level while also introducing new beers, new can designs, and you know, new styles, and be able to. Well, know, independent is definitely the way to go because everything's yeah. coming to you. Everything's and, you. And we can dictate what we want to make. Person. We can dictate what we want to make on a regular basis. Whereas a lot of the times when you're when you're linked in with a big distributor, they dictate as to what they buy, where it's going to go, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So we want to be able to kind of buck the status quo, yeah. and and tr- and we've been doing it for quite some time now. We have a, a really loyal customer base w- with restaurants, bars. We want to be a part of like the best craft restaurants I, I was and breweries. Sa- I was saying earlier, I was so happy when I saw that these guys did a collab with Elsie's Wing House because wow. they are my favorite. Not really. Oh yeah. my God, we have one by us in Belmore, and we go there all the time, and. And before they even opened the one in Belmar, we were going to the one in New Hyde Park. New, you would travel that far just for that wing. Be, it, the wings are so good. The f- yeah. Yes, the food was great. And yeah. they had like a really good beer selection all the time. And I was like right. impressed. The one that opened in Belmar at first, they had no taps and it was just cans. And I'm like, 
still great beer. Yeah, they though. had a they had a uh, trials and tribulations with their liquor license, yes. but they fought through that. Yep. And the people are good people. You know, they they have a really interesting concept where it's not a corporate chain. It's like yep. three or four or five guys. And and similar to girls. what we do, they all love what they do there. Right. And and it's it's well. Here's the thing. So we go in when they first open up, and we're like, hey, we, we got a bunch of friends coming up. We want to get a a tray of wings. They're like. We don't do trays. I'm like, do you want to sell some wings? I'm like, <laughs> what do you mean you don't do trays? They're like, no. When you do a tray of wings, they become soggy. Mm. Oh, we only will do yeah. so many wings it in a sense. in a cardboard bucket, which the steam now Absorbs. doesn't. It goes into the bucket. It mm. doesn't sit in this pan and just make the wings mealy and, and that rubbery. Like, I'm like, you fucking guys thought of this shit. They're like, oh, yeah, no, we've... So we bought, like, I don't know, three buckets worth of wings, and they all come dry. Yeah. And ben, they don't put sauce like on them. Sounds like something that KFC figured out. <laughs> <laughs> because... Chicken when, Little's my favorite, when, when, when you love put, Chicken Little. When you put the sauce on it, yeah. again, you're yeah, making you're sitting it... sitting in a bowl of sauce. It's just making mm, the wings the not crisp anymore. And you can also Makes try a, a variety of sauces. So, yeah, like, their chicken them. and waffle they sauce. They have like is 20. Crazy. A lot. Like, yeah. It's How like many crafts do you have? It's like as many as you would like. <laughs> How many would you like to have? But, you know, the shout out to the LC Lane people, Shannon, everybody. Yeah. Uh, like Dan, when, Sal. They came out for uh, the like the first brew of that IPA. Yeah, they, and they, they brewed could, it with us. They could not have been more excited. Huh. They, they were, like, you know, digging into the spent grains, and, you know, <laughs> they just absolutely were. Incredibly excited. Is you there know, something about what to was that when, when creating maybe a hot wing sauce, maybe with spent grains? I don't know about that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about that either, bro. <laughs> like, how do you, just maybe the get, breading, dehydrate yeah. it and blend it oh, down. All right, you know? and then shred it and like really get. Yeah. Mm. All right. Like a whole a whole grain kind of bread. I know we've it. done this um, this particular segment before, but I need to stall for time because I need to go to the bathroom. This has been a deliciousness. We have uh, have a, a special segment on this show called Steve's Three Questions. But it, ch- it changes. It does. Maybe not the first question. But we're in a brand new facility. Yes. Might as well ask these yeah. questions. So let's, to. uh, I'm going to leave these mics on. We'll substitute it in uh, for everything else. But uh, I, I want to get your your answers, sorry, your answers to these three questions. So let's do the theme music and then right when it's done, you're ready to go off. All right. Let's do it. Steve's three questions. Three questions. Yeah, well, it uh, definitely didn't work, so that's great. It's gone. Hey, you cool cats. Tonight, we bring you a very special presentation. Three questions with our very own Steve Pominski. Steve's questions. Three questions from Steve. Three questions. Steve's questions to go. All right, all right, hey. So, since you're the only one left with me, Mark, um, three questions. Questions. We've done this before. Um, They kind of change as they go along, but the first one is always the first one. The very first question is, what is that beer that turned you on to craft beer? What was that one that you had way back when you went, man, what's going on? I I really need to try more of whatever this is. 
Uh, well, uh, orange wheat. Like uh, in the in the very very early days, uh, it was made from the local produce outside of a brewery in my college town, and the oranges weren't so good for orange juice. They were they were pretty much like. California oranges where they were more for produce than anything so it was interesting that they used most of the citrus from the groves out back to what what, what brewery was this it was called hangar 24 oh, cool. it's an old airplane hangar in a dr very dry desert town um, where a lot of people would um, have their planes and kind of take care of them in their own hangars and uh, I don't think they were drinking and flying, but well, you never. It was a cool place, and uh, that's kind of the the first beer that we used to have at like our college parties. That was cheap and local, and they used fresh produce. So. Oh, cool! Right, so, uh, since you are, you're good now. I'm oh good. my God! I was filling I'm up to my brim. Ah, here. Same here. I don't know. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> man in the fort. No, um, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've just pissed all over the floor several times. <laughs> you guys clean up later. Uh, we'll do. We'll do. So, so Ben, what was that? And we, we've had this question before. Uh, what What was that one beer that turned you on to craft beer that you were like, oh, I got, I need to know more about this? I think it was Magic Cat. Oh, oh surprisingly. number nine. No, Good no, one. Yeah, all yeah. Right, yeah. Um, you know. Uh, we grew up with a you know nice friend group um, and with a, you know all of our friends had older brothers and they would throw parties and um, kegs uh, of magic hat. Well, they, they would bring these you know variety packs of magic. Yeah, hat. the bottles with the little messages. Oh, on the top. oh yeah, and, and just like the the artwork alone. By the way, really I had the I had an entire uh, coffee table made with the caps. That's oh, nice. cool. And I nice. poured I've lacquer in there. And I did that. So my, awesome. my wife bought me a. You so still you, got it? No. No, I still have the caps though. I still have. The, I still nice. have. So they give you the twelve pack uh, cardboard and they fill it with caps and they send it to you. So I still have at least half that oh that God. box of caps in my house. Let's do it again. Yeah. <laughs> but it's you know it's it's sad to say that you know the marketing kind of sold me. But Magic Cat was great. It's True. sad to see them not making as much beer as they did then. <laughs> but um, you know the, that definitely did it. And then I went to school in Connecticut. Uh, in, you know, for the first three years of college, and then um, Blue Point's um, Optical Illusion yeah. kind of had a similar kind of thing going, but th they were a step above, you know, what Magic Hat was doing. And uh, falling in love with Optical Illusion, I might give them the credit because yeah. okay. um, that was like a real quality IPA at the time, and. Um, you know, and being in Connecticut, it made me proud to be from Long Island <laughs> while being up there. I at least and, had something uh, to hold on to. <laughs> yeah, and it was cool to see them getting distribution of that sort at that time as well. And uh, I would say, I guess, uh, Hoptical Illusion. So my first Hoptical Illusion was on the LIRR from Penn Station back to, I think, Amityville at the time. Drinking it out of one of those giant mugs with a straw. <laughs> and loved every bit of it. I've I had a few of those. Yeah, those are train <laughs> yeah. beers are some of the best. Uh, roadies, get a yeah. roadies, brother. Yeah, we used to buy a Playboy in the high times on the way back from the <laughs> oh, show. <yeah. laughs> Unfortunately, we got our. Uh, that would just be a tease on the train. I can't do anything with it. It's I can't smoke or I can't, you know, do what? And, it's four in the morning. Yeah, I'll oh, good point. Unfortunately, we got our Crowler machine because of COVID, you know, as a way to be able to can and sell beers that we weren't canning. But I mean, having a Crowler during those train days, you know, I mean, that's the ultimate train yeah, beer right that there. Is, yeah. That, <laughs> and, and it's funny, I don't know how many of my buddies are like, yeah. This, a 32 ounce 
goddamn crowler. Okay. There's wait. nothing better. You don't have yeah, to get off the, the couch. couch. No, no, bro. You, wait, you, wait. you got the whole way. Whatever that means. Right. The Penn Station, you know, feeling fine. If you yeah. do it right, you got the koozie that goes over the 32 ounce crowler, like I do. I have a 32 ounce crowler koozie. I haven't seen this. Oh yeah, I got one. But then you got to hold on to it. The I don't whole give day. A, You don't have to hold on to it. it just keeps it cold. Just gotta get the beer, the beer helmet. Oh my god! Heads all over the place. That, hold that might up. be something we have to look into. Yeah. You hey, look into? I'm, uh, I'll put this out. This is my idea for years. Nobody's done it. You guys, uh, I'll give it to you. Scoozy? Pint flights. I'm just gonna put that out there. <laughs> a pint <laughs> flight. No. Four or five. Pints, but it's a flight. It's a share, though. You're gonna share. With no, friends? no, no. That's you fucking. That's your flight. That's you. you do your flight. That's just basically what yeah, I do after yeah, every exactly. brew. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I've done that for years. That's, that's why I'm called the it's, bar. It's only the bread. It's the brewer's I uh, after work. I mean, it's you know. Jesus Christ. It's, it's, how many? Four. I would go three pints. It's only a growler for beer. I mean, twelve ounce pours though. Yeah. Yeah. Times you know that by five, and that's enough. I'll give you that. Yeah, there you go. Those extra four ounces add up. Yes, they, they do. do. So I did the math on this, right? So I found Here a uh, six-pack that I like, and it's 9%, and it's $13 for a six-pack of 12 ounces. That's 72 ounces. If you get a four-pack of a triple IPA at 9%, 64, 64 yeah. ounces. So you're getting eight more ounces for God knows how much less. I went, oh, okay, so I'll be doing this from now on. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize, you know, when you do the math on it, you're like, you're getting a lot more for that six-pack at 9% than a four-pack at 9%. And that's how I know you're a father with kids, yep. married, yep. And, uh, yep. And, live enjoy, on, and you live on Long Island. And I live on Long Island. They call that ABV Hunter. I am. Oh, shit. I need a new T-shirt made. Yeah. <laughs> I need a new common. T-shirt made. It's pretty common in these parts. I am you're an ABV, ABV Hunter. hunter. You know, and it's because I, I, I think now, mind you, it. I don't, I don't feel like <laughs> I'm overweight, but like I am watching. Like I, if I have two beers at nine percent rather than yes. five beers at six percent, <laughs> it makes sense to me. It's a consumption thing. It's not a yeah. It's not like I'm looking to get annihilated. Yeah. I'm looking to have two beers and feel the same as I did with five beers at six percent. So right. for the longest time, I had promised my wife. Two beers. Yeah. I'm cutting it down. I was doing two beers a night. Okay. Well, what am I going to choose? A 4.5% <laughs> barley wine. Pilsner? Barley or, am I, or am I going with the 13.5 barley wine? Yeah. But that, two third, of them. that third beer where you see you're at Target is the, yeah. is the one that feels the best. Well, I, I've had a couple where I'm like, okay, uh, I'm stopping. Like a triple IPA. Right? I, I like a good heat IPA here and there. And then I, I have the 16 ounce and I go... I have nowhere to go from here, right? <laughs> unless I'm going back right. to the trip. You gotta start yeah. slow and finish. Yeah, strong. you gotta build up. Yeah, it's it's all to. about like That's a where strategy. A, a, a sour fits in nicely. Oh, at that point. yeah. Cleanses the palate for yeah. the, uh, the end of the night. It's a good call. I have a I, I have a couple of palate cleansers in my fridge ready to go. Did you uh, start question number two? No. Oh, go for it. Question number two. As of right now, we're gonna start you, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Yeah. Uh, what is your right now? What is your favorite style? Favorite style. Um, been drinking a lot of Kolsch. yeah, a lot <laughs> of lagers. I mean, now now more so lagers. Uh, time of year, I don't know, but yeah, it, it does seasonally change for me as well. Yeah, more lagers, but then I fill the void with IPAs and doubles. So, lagers right as at the moment mm. in September and October. 
and then a little shift after that. Yeah. I agree with that. Ben, what's your favorite style right now? So I think the last time that we did this, I was uh, saying goose and Ah, sorts of sours. And I I found myself kind of trailing away from the New Englands and, you know, just that kind of like filling, you know, sort of IPA. But I'm kind of going back to it now. And um, we have a a new bartender who's obsessed with Treehouse and been bringing us cases. Ah, uh, isn't that cool? There's nothing better when you have an employee that will do that. I was up Monday and he was like, I'm taking a trip. And I was like, I'll take a case. Fuck Uh, yeah. This is only two days off. And he he drives to breweries while he works at a brewery. Yeah, of course. But I I think I'm I'm going back to New England. So let me ask you a question. So I haven't been to Treehouse. Mikey, Mikey, what's your favorite style right now? Right now? Yeah. Right this morning. Marzen, it's that time of year. So, like, I love Marzen's. I love Oktoberfest. I like all all the darker, um, a, a, like, I, I'll take a Schwartz beer right I now. The complex, so my, a Dunkel. I, I am I, so moved mm. forward right now if, in my beer. If beers. that was available all year long, I'd probably stay there. It's just so good. Well, when and it's I can drink a lot of it. 97 in August, I'll ask you that same question. <laughs> yeah, and see what you have yeah to but it's say. still yeah. like, even when, if you had a when nice you're bright drinking October, Kolsch, like a spot. Or you're drinking the pills. It's still yeah. Kolsch. I yeah. always appreciate a lager. Yeah. You, know, you always got to have time for that. But um, if, if I were to go to Treehouse, which I haven't been in three years, the first thing I'd be getting is green. Yeah, I, I have a four pack in my there fridge. You go. Right and now. What was, what's the one? Uh, all, all, all everything green. No, not even the variants of green or ah. Julius. I don't even like Julius that much. Green. The last batch was malty. Ah, I like that. Uh. That's, that's no, not as good as. Uh, eh, eh. What? What's the? What's the red can? I can't think of it. Sap. 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 Love sap. Yeah. Sap's all my and that, that should be coming out in probably the next month. And that's the other two are winter and summer. Yeah. The the winter all white can. Perfect IPA. Yeah. Summer is pretty much the same exact IPA, only they put sunflowers on it. It, it is yeah. the stuff that they do there. I got uh, to go to Maine this uh, summer. I went to the B- Bizzle, Beer No, Bizzle Brothers. Ah, Bizzle. Like, Those guys are great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're right next to the uh, Crypto Science yeah. uh, Museum, which is uh, Sasquatch. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Mothman and yep. Mark went oh. to the Sasquatch Museum. Yeah, <laughs> it was fun. And it's, did you realize that they're real? Or not? Uh, what, what did you come I, away I rea- thinking? I Are realized that Sasquatch may be blurry himself. Yeah. So yes. that's why nobody. No. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. What comedian said that, man? I was drunk. I'm sorry. No, no. There's a comedian like, you know, I don't, I don't think there's a problem with Sasquatch. He's just blurry. <laughs> He's a, yeah. Why like is it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is. It, it was Mitch Hedberg, is. I thought. Yeah. 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 He's like, you know, I, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't are. think the pictures are blurry. Him I think he's is just blurry. blurry. <laughs> <laughs> Too busy in the woods. You know, why would berries. every picture be blurry? That's actually exactly if, right. That's if, right. <laughs> if he wasn't blurry, that's what I'm saying. I uh, w- uh, Bristle Bristle Brothers, and did you uh, anything else? I, no, it was a short trip. Nah. It was my buddy. Uh, buddy was getting married and stuff, so we we, we got to. Yeah, know, because over that way too, you got Oxbow. Yeah. yeah, bro, amazing. But then you got if you go to Allegash, yeah, Allegash, which, yes. which is cool because like those because they'll have variants of this like their 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 wild ales. Yeah, which they, are you amazing. can only get there. Yeah. I would say it, Allegash reminds me, or I'll say this: it's either Omegang is Allegash South, or Allegash is Omegang North. They're Belgian inspired, right? But yeah. but to be honest, like we uh, hopefully Ben and I one day. Like those breweries employ the entire 
town. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, man. And, it does something. And one day, like, if we're able to get to that level where, like, so well, many people are. Well, like, you got 92 help. of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they got, like. Yeah, they, they, they got a way, like, they have, like, you know, an army of people yeah. at 24 hours a day, like, facilitating awesome the best, beers. The best thing about Allegash when I had, I went there, and this was, like, oh, shit. This is how long ago it was. Uh, I got an invite from Sierra Nevada to do beer camp. Hmm. They were they nice. were opening up beer down camp. in beer that. camp, huh? And they sent a fucking bottle of triple IPA as the invite. That's it came in cool. this box, and it was like you're invited to beer camp. And it was only two other breweries from Long Island. They were just that grooming way. you. That's what it was. It's a lot yeah. of grooming. You get through this. And actually, <laughs> yeah. the actually, the field. You could be a cellarman <laughs> by tomorrow. <laughs> the field where it was <laughs> held is where Bissell Brothers is now. Okay. Oh, really? So when we went up, Bissell Brothers was in the same complex with Rising Tide, and I forget the other brewery. It was in a little strip mall, and as you look at the end of the block was Allegash, and they were like, "Hey, you know, we're closing up." But if you want, there's Allegash right there. We're like, oh, <laughs> fuck. So we go over to Allegash. Yes. The best part about it was they had their separate building for their funky, wild. Yeah, yeah the barrel, I remember when the barrel that opened. House. Oh, man. That, I, I still get chills. Yeah. You had to walk over like a, this little wooden like bridge over this creek. It, it really takes the and people that They're expecting shit to fall off your shoes that. to get into the like, funk. Yeah. It takes the people that come out every day and are interested in what they're doing to try it, but it also takes them to be able to like really focus in and dedicate their resources to creating those quality yeah, man. beers. So like we're like with with the way New York has been, New York was one of the most tough states through COVID and stuff like and we were hitting our stride in 19, and then, you know, what happened happened, but we're really ready to kind of, like, jump P- push off. Push on to the next level. You want to take Long Island by the throat and make it your bitch. <laughs> yeah, you can say it. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, that, to, be, to say that, Slay. like, there's so many other I'll say it for awesome, you. awesome breweries yeah, I'll say out for you. on Long Island. It's like, well, it's not how, about that, because they can all ask, survive, and we've, me, we've said this. Let me ask you. Yeah, go ahead. How long have I been fanboy uh, of Garvey's? A while. Yeah. Well, you were, you were one of them. Since that first, first beer fest yeah. where you met my dad. Maybe. Yeah. Bro, <laughs> well, he was fucking. I think he was hung out. We hung out for like, I don't know how long. He was getting stoned with a cop. Just <laughs> shooting the breeze, just just talking and talking. And that was that. My dad will talk forever. Was that Hexer or? Yeah. No. It was Hexer. Yeah, but it was Bay also. Shores. No, it wasn't in. Um, uh, the Martha, Martha Clara? Martha Clara, yeah. yeah. You, no, were there, you were at Martha Clara. Was it Martha Clara? Yeah, the original one. It was a one. pig roast. Oh, oh no, or was it the Calvinton one? Ooh. When it was that in-between. It was like didn't, the European. Didn't the Hell's Angel punch your grandma? <laughs> that was at the end of the, very I, end of the I, show. I, yeah. Somebody tried to steal a, yeah. steal a, a steal cap a handle, and then mm-hmm. boom! Mm-hmm. And he got yeah. chased into a grandma. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. and that entire thing ended with cops everywhere, yep. and it never happened. Uh, Martha Clara yeah, was never put happened. after oh, you're right. we, we never ported you're Martha right. Clara. I was at that I one. I it was a rascal and Harley. Oh, yes. <laughs> it, was a, it was a collision, and the and the and the rascal <laughs> won. The little rascal. <laughs> I, God, I hope so. Made like a tank. <laughs> I the love my mi- little rascal. Uh, it's like an armored carrier. I was wondering. Hey, God, the way. <laughs> yeah. Question number three. Oh, we didn't even get to that yet. We didn't even get uh, it. Right. Fired, Sorry, fired up. Uh, question number three, Mark. Yes. What's that one beer other than something that you guys brew? 
that if you walk into a bar or a restaurant, you hope you can find on tap. Could be from any time, anywhere, any place. These yeah. are tough questions. Yeah, man. Um, anytime, why I ask anywhere, them. And they do change. I, I believe that. Like even after you know, like nine months or ten months <laughs> since we had our last show with them, they, their answers have yeah. all changed. They yeah. will. They and will. They but yeah. I can give you a hundred thousand different answers. Yeah. But I mean, Aventina's maybe Dunkel wise. Oh. I mean, like right Love now. A good dunkel. I did not see that coming. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't either, but I like it. I like it like a lot. Imports. I don't know. Nice. Wow. I do like that. Ben. Flanders red. Ah. Right. Like a, oh, like a yeah. Jacobin's rouge. Yeah. Oh, nice. Flanders red. Yeah. More, in the, more in the Jacobin's, you know, realm. Like, uh, Flan- um, Rodney like Bach gets a little malty okay. and more bready. Okay. I prefer, like, you know, a really nice... Um, more, so, not a Flemish, but... Flemish. Uh, or, no, yeah, you're right. You're right, yes. A Flemish, uh, like like a monk's Flemish? Like a, yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. like Jacobins. Um, nice. I, I had a friend that just... I uh, think our palettes are very close to each other, because that's one of my favorite it, types it's, of it's, styles. Yeah, and it's uh, something oh. that's really difficult to, Malt to brew. Malt all day. And, oh, yeah. And, and it involves a little bit of the acetic acid, which is like that vinegar oh. kind of character. Yeah. Mm. And, um, well, living up in uh, Connecticut, right? You get a, you go to a, a hoagie or a, <laughs> yeah, a grinder. Well, and also, and it's, I love a good uh, you know hero with oil and vinegar on it. Vinegar yeah, mostly yeah. though, and just it brings out the life of the and, sandwich. Uh, our sales guy actually brought back a bottle from uh, Two Roads. Um, their uh, uh, what? I forget what the the experimentals. Yeah, thought, area yeah. two. It's area two. Yeah. Area and two, they yeah. actually made a uh, sort of sort of Flemish red beer with aged balsamic in it. Get yeah, the shit out cousin, of here. His cousin works there. Yeah, Is it, was yeah. he like balsamic-y or was it, 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 it bread In the best way possible. Really? It was really, wow. really nice. Balsamic vinegar. I'll dip my bread in it. And just <laughs> nah, I'll drink it. Right <laughs> he's, yeah. he's drinking his beer. He's putting his bread <laughs> in Did it. Did it have like a wine kind of like um, like feel to it? No. That's interesting. No, I would it, love it, to try it, that. It kind of just brought out the, the, the that aspect of the beer in the best way possible. Huh. It was That's really, great. really nice. Acidity in a, in a beer is, is interesting. Mmm. Hmm. The sour batch white grape that we just did has, has blonde hops and white grape musk, so it's uh, it's very spritzy, you know, light. Where did you get where'd you get the musk from? Uh, it's, it's <laughs> no, I'm I, I just immediately had a, a smart ass <laughs> answer to it. <laughs> it is a uh, white grape concentrate. Oh, ah, okay. okay. Yeah, but so it's very sweet when you would if you would drink it raw, but after it's been fermented. Do you have to account for that during the, you know, the fermentation and stuff like that? Like, yes, yeah. more so than if it were a puree, because uh, with purees, you know, there's all this water content. That right, right. If not, uh, cancels out the sugar addition. Some, like, you know, there were some breweries that um, use so much puree that it actually lowered the alcohol content. Yeah. But with this, um, you know, we add it, and then I'll take a gravity. Like, I know where my gravity is before I add it. I'll mix it thoroughly throughout the tank and then, you know, see how it, you know, uh, adjusted where I was hmm. sitting and, you know, take that into account. So, uh, so you guys have like, a, a, like I said, a plan moving forward. What uh, are the, the, the next biggest things that you want to do to this space? Well, we have a giant barley wine coming out. Oh, no, it's giant. Barrel right. program? You guys have some barrels yeah. stuck well, somewhere? Uh, you... Yes. And like, we've I know done, that's not the barley wine thing, but I'm just saying done, in general. Like, we've done barrel aged beers before. Yes, okay? you have. And they've come out fantastic. They were but, some of the, my favorite beers that we've made. But so. the thing is, is like it takes time, energy, effort, and and additional beer to put away. Right. Right. So we haven't had that luxury to date. 
I think with new capacity, the new equipment, the new uh, facility, yep. we'll be able to uh, afford us that luxury, putting away beer, uh, maybe getting a couple of folders, uh, but but in the main in the main <laughs> grand scheme of things, yes. we want to be able to uh, do vintages and cuvées and also blending, and uh, that's you know just me and Ben haven't been able. Mm. We've done we've done barrel aged beers like uh, our paddle bender. It was Asian yes. Jefferson yeah, yeah. Reserve, little Bruin yep. and Car- Cabernet barrels. Yeah, and we did we did little Bruin, which is our sour brown ale Asian Cabernet. We I did that one. A Brett uh, sour double IPA called Sour Psychedelic Number One and. It was just tough to, you know, be able to put beer aside at a time when we were chasing you're our trying, tails so right, much to, to get the keep beer up out. and to keep up with demand. But now that we have a little extra wiggle room, right. these are things that we've always wanted to do ourselves. And um, we actually have relatively nice uh, connections when it comes to wine and liquor so barrels. So do you have so. room for fooders? Are you maxed out back there? Uh, or what I, do you? I think we could fit some fooders over We'll always have a separate warehouse where we could... You that know, is true. Where, you could. Where, where we could put um, you know, barrels and whatnot and yeah. get extra funky you know, with super and mixed cultures and keep them out of the brewery. A lot of breweries like... Fooders, Stephen. Separate, separate. Fooders. A lot of breweries separate that <laughs> I out. Said, I'm a bitch. <laughs> voters, voters. I, I like to yeah, say voters. Yeah, I say voters. It's funny. You talk to different Fodries? No, no, not <laughs> you, you talk. You, you, we, we. You, you talk to guys in Brooklyn. Yeah. And they're fooders. That's what I call it. Yeah. But because I, you talk I, to other people, they're fooders. Yeah. When we were at Fifth Hammer, I would say fooders. Guess what? It's a big it, it's fucking big barrel. Wood, wood yeah. barrel. Big wooden tank. Yes. Right. Now, yeah. I, I missed out because I was making the pee-pee. No, I just said, uh, uh, you know, he, he was considering. <laughs> are you going to use wait, it? Wait. Uh, would you use that for something for a funk? Yeah. Uh, yes, absolutely. Oh, yes. We're discussing, well, you know. Like three, uh, month, three month bread beers. Mm. You could do like, you know, uh, uh, fruit forward beers that have been fermented and then the wild cultures are kept Inside. Well, that's it. Once they're in that wood, they inoculate themselves exactly. into it. You, and, and you, anything you put in there, you're like, yeah, here we go. And I've been following uh, Milk the Funk, which is a really not, uh, great collective of minds of um, mixed fermentation style beers online. And I've really just been looking forward to being able to work with microbes and bacteria that, you know, you don't really want to put in a brewery like that. <laughs> but it'll be a really fun to put it in whatever wooden vessel. So you'd you know. separate it out. You yeah. can even bring it over in plastic totes to be able to ferment or, or sour somewhere else. Yeah. So you guys have uh, like the winter season coming up. I mean, this place was built to be an outdoor winter space. Winter is coming. Winter is coming. That's right, John Snow. But <laughs> this this is uh, a huge space. Yeah. You have uh, a restaurant. You have the, the, the beer coming from the brewery. You have new beer being brewed here what are your main objectives here in the let's say off season for long island but really a season to be indoors what what do you think you guys are gonna plan out for the next few months to entertain people uh, uh when there's nothing else to do so you can come here you could drink you could eat you could watch you know sports you could like listen to music, uh, play games. By the way, your playlist is on point. Everything Thank I've heard. You. Yeah. I heard Rancid. I heard uh, SR71, Saves yeah, who a are, Day. Whoever, whoever. Yeah. We're, our, our bartenders and beer tenders are some of the most interesting, musically you know, inclined people that love beer and culture and art. And so. they know what you want to listen to when you're sitting in a tap room. Fuck yeah. 
Mm. I, it was enjoyable the entire night tonight. In fact, we'll have a great soundtrack for the video. That's going to go up. Good. Yeah. Uh, you know, a couple days. Um, so you, you have all these big plans. You want to get this going. Um, the other space is still production. It's going to keep moving. Um, biggest thing in 2023. What do you think the biggest thing for Garbage is more, in 2023? More importantly. Uh-oh. And where, where are your fried pickles? No, it's here, yeah. Steve. No, no, no. Oh, I thought you look at the menu. On the no. tailgate menu. Yeah. No, I. So we've known each other for the longest time. Long time. And uh, when do you get I've to brew on the always, big system? I've always no. <laughs> well, well, yeah, that's uh, you know, not too bad, there, Michael. Uh, I know. I like I like I'm with you there, Mikey. You guys are not a big hazy IPA producer. No. And there's nothing, you plan- nothing no. wrong with that. I'm, I'm not I love that. I, we keep I, a nice mix. We have no, no. You have so you have the uh, the that's not all that we do. We have, so we have, we have right. turning tides, far out mm-hmm. right now. We also do juice. We have juice break. Um, I, I mean, like juice break, but mm-hmm. but normally on your taps, you're maybe one, maybe three. two. Yeah, three. yeah. Okay. Say, yeah. So right. so a double, a single, maybe two singles. Mm-hmm. But, but hazy New England. Yeah. Yes, but okay. uh, absolutely looking forward to push that style even further using a lot of the you know the newer hops and um, you know that's definitely one thing that that, 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 that uh, Peacherine was another yeah. one I just saw recently. Yeah. So and that, that was one thing that I always found really fun in home brewing was like at times uh, back then when there was experimental hops, which have become, you know, known varieties now. Yep. And just continually pushing forward using new varieties that give flavors that set your, you know, those beers apart, you know, because you can only make so many citrus, Simcoe, Mosaic IPAs, you know. I, I'm yeah. going to push that uh, idea in that you have a pale ale, an IPA, a sour, another pale ale IPA, but... Belgian style pale ale, right? right? Uh, you have the uh, hard seltzer, which everyone should have, especially yeah. since you're also serving. Um, I drink a lot of them. Yeah, that can't be terrible. It's hydrating <laughs> while intoxicating. <laughs> an American IPA, an Imperial IPA. Um, you have a Marzen, love it. Pumpkin, a farmhouse, which is a saison. We have, pumpkin to, have two saisons, right? And then an Epic Ride, which, which is, is a real three farmhouse, saisons. right? A real saison. farmhouse. Uh, another Imperial IPA, another Sour, and a Kolsch. I mean, that is a diversified portfolio. And that's, that's what I was kind of well, getting at. That's the way at. I like it. That's yeah. what, what kind of I was getting at, that you guys, for There's the, something for everyone since I've there, known right. you guys, have never been that, oh, yeah, they... Five IPAs. They, on, they only do IPAs. <laughs> or they only do Saisons. Or they only give, do Stouts. Kind of got to give a little bit of that credit to Mark. I mean, you know, if I had done this on my own, it might have just been all New England's and Sours. <laughs> but, you know... Tree houses all day. <laughs> yeah, basically. But, you know, he always wanted to treat everything like a but tap even, line. But even with some of the best breweries in the country, you try any one of their styles and hands down, I'm reading the name of the brewery. I'm not reading the style of the beer. I'm not ne- reading the name of the beer. Yep. I'm not looking at the rating of the beer. I'm looking at the name of the brewery. And mm-hmm. whatever beer they produce, I'm drinking. That's correct. Yeah. It's a namesake. It's a branding. It's not so much everything it's, else. It's going to be good. And, and if you don't like that particular beer that they make, I'm sure there's a style that's the same style right behind it that you're going to try from that brewery and you're going to like. By so, the way, if you're a fan. Right. right. Yes. Right. Yes. The, the, and their that's flavor the key, and their to vibe get that, will be with it. Is to get those fans. Mm-hmm. And pretty much once you got them, you got them. Are you guys canning the Kolsch? 
Yes. Yes, we can. Awesome. Not this batch, but uh, ne- next month. Right yeah. now, we're just we got steins, we got half liters, liters, we got uh, unlimited. I love buffet. the way you said stein, stein. Yeah. the real leader stein. Once we got yeah. the stein, but this is our first Lieder year we got steins, so I'm like super excited. When we we got a we got. Was they called them stones? Stones, <laughs> which is got, what it means. It means stone. Mm-hmm. Yep. Agreed. Um, I want to give you an opportunity to promote the big things coming up this season. Do you have any big events planned in the next few weeks, few months? Uh, Sunday, mm-hmm. we got an Oktoberfest, unlimited buffet, 12 to 3.30, all German-style cuisine, uh, all you can eat. What's the cost then? It's like 65 on Eventbrite with three pours. It's entry into the costume contest, mug holding contest. Um, we're gonna have a hmm. apple strudel band, uh, polka band, <laughs> get, awesome. getting it done out there, like uh, that. and uh, we're gonna decorate the whole place. I mean, you can eat till you pop, or you can drink till mm. you pop. It's both. gonna be fun. <laughs> yeah, both. Oh, both. Sunday's gonna be beautiful in '63. There you right go. It's, yeah, I saw '61. Hopefully, it's '63. How, how, much, it's how sunny, much can it rain? Right. As long, yeah. Well, as long as it's sunny. Yes. Yeah. 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 So that's beautiful Sunday. Deck, beautiful spot. And then other than that, Taco Tuesday, we're changing the menu, so come out and try the try the food. Are um, you guys going to be doing seasonal menus? Yeah, yes. so like fall, winter, and then we'll do something in the new year, spring. Um, but we're it's a it's a work in progress. What we have to date is epic, and what people have been able, what I've eaten is some of, some of the best stuff I've ever had in my life. And yeah. uh, over the course of time, we're going to incorporate more different local uh, farms for veggies and you know lettuce and different um different spices and we'll we'll do some forage beers with planting fields and uh some of the local kind of arboretums and um Natural keeping preserves. it local, keeping it local. Yeah. Mark, Mark status throwing out the idea of me uh, smoking briskets or a few things, doing like a <laughs> brewmaster's barbecue kind of thing. I like so that idea. We'll see about that. But yeah, well, well, listen, you, you, as long as you, you have beer, that? yeah. And, uh, as long as you have beer and you buy the, do that? give me the, the brisket, smoker. I'll smoke it. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's I, what she said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to give you an opportunity to plug everything. So give me the uh, the Facebook, the Instagram, everything that people can get in contact with you. Uh, any questions hours, about everything. Hours of yeah. the brewery, of the tasting room, of the, the restaurant. Of the restaurant. Yeah. So Garvey's Point Brewery, Garvey's Point Brewery and Restaurant. Uh, Instagram, Garvey's Point Brewery, Garvey's Point uh, Restaurant. Uh, go check us out. Like Follow us so that you can find our newest events, our newest craft beers. Um, specials, uh, different events, music. Um, Do you guys have separate uh, websites for? No, same website, okay. but there's separate two Instagram accounts. Separate sure. Instagram yeah. accounts. I've been taking both of them. Yeah, because we wanna we wanna really showcase the food and the atmosphere, and then also co- the beer separately. Focus yeah. on beer. So that way, like we can we can kind of highlight our wholesale customers and our wholesale events and beer fests and etc. While not kind of taken away. So different. There's two different avenues, and a lot of breweries across the um, United States do that. Where they have a they have a restaurant, they have a taste room. Fortunately, we have a, the two in the same place, so you don't <laughs> have to go to do two different it's locations. All right here, and uh, we kind of like try to delineate that line between casual come as you are 
you know, garbage point. So somebody then, comes in, sits at the tasting room, they could get food from the yes. rest. Yes. Not awesome. all the food. Right, right. But, but it's pub food. You're going to get tasting room most food. Most of the food. And 70, if you, if you, want, most of the you want a meal, you go sit in the restaurant right. side. If you want to okay. really have a sit-down thing, uh, thing with a server, you know, like traditional. Sure. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. I don't, that's without the way doubt. I would, yeah, that without makes sense. You, can have, you can have a soft pretzel or yeah. brats in a blanket, or yeah. you can have a really nice steak, sushi, and a lobster. Right. right. Yeah. So, schnitzel, meatloaf, uh, meat, like special, you know. So it's it's a very unique kind of a atmosphere, but the people that enjoy it are very uh, fortunate to be able to come to both aspects at any day, day of the week. Yeah. So And you can hop from one to the next. You want to have a nice meal, sit down, and then enjoy the atmosphere Casual, of a brewery yeah. and watch a sports game that'd be perfect right mark ben thank you very much for hosting us yeah. tonight it's been for awesome. our pleasure this is fantastic we're going to take a walk around before we uh, get out of here take some pictures for the instagram yeah he just wants to see yeah. that shit hop on the brew system too <laughs> yeah. yeah. are you going there. to stand up on the brew uh, deck there. stand up very I'm, I'm going in the kettle oh bye <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a ladder a, there is a ladder oh uh, jesus yeah, we get you out uh steve a couple of words of inspiration before we get out of here uh, you know what? Stay dry. Yeah. Stay warm. What? Drink beer. Okay. This is the word with Mike Pete and Steve Gubbs Radio.com. Thank you very much for Garvey's Point Restaurant and Brewery to have us and host us. And uh, we had a great time. Great beer. And check them out. Go to Instagram. Go to uh, Facebook. Go to all of the social medias. And uh, just type in Garvey's and it'll just come up. It's the first thing on all your lists. And uh, appreciate it. Thanks very much, gentlemen. Uh, this is the word with Mike. Yeah, there you go. This is the word with Mike Pete and Steve Radio.com, And we out. Well, that's two hours of your life that you'll never get back. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. Please hang up and try again. This has been the Words on Govs Radio. I hope you're drunk enough.